What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is our good friend, the super talented Julia Simone. Hi. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, MoGraph.com. We've got an email here from... Sanjay, who says, I really enjoy your podcast. Moreover, the introduction to Sculpting in Cinema 4D tutorial on YouTube really helped me dive in. Matt, that's an awesome tutorial. It doesn't get enough credit or enough hits. Thanks. I think, like, the thing is, I I love sculpting, and I spent a lot of time... That one is, like, the culmination of three years' worth of trying to do that tutorial, you know? Yeah. And honestly, there was so much more I wanted to do with it. I wanted to do some Redshift and Octane stuff with it, but that's just not possible. Or they oh. just don't look good. So. Oh, yeah, because of yeah. the displacement stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe that will change. Uh, the, the, I mean, people comment on it all the time. They're like, mm-hmm. they're like, this is so great. Love this, love this. It just doesn't get, it just never got the traction. I figured it should. I, and maybe it will eventually. Yeah. Got to check that out. Learn how to sculpt. And uh, let's see. Wondering if you have a Patreon. We do not have a Patreon. No, we don't. I wrote back. We don't. We don't do that. But we do sell classes. So (laughs) you can check those classes out. We have the Houdini course, uh, which the new 18.5 Stop Being Afraid of Houdini Houdini course is out. And uh, so that really supports us and it supports everything that we're working on. We've got some community features that we're working on for later on in the year. And it's funding all of that. It's been in development for years, Uh, two years. We've been trying to get this off the ground. So we're we're hoping that uh, we'll get that out pretty soon. And uh, so that's how you can support us if you maybe want to get into something and, and uh, you find a, a class that really fits something that you want to check out. Um, other than that, you know what? Just sit back and enjoy. And uh, uh, the question here, though, was, uh, and perhaps we have an answer on the show. Uh, he says, I've been using Cinema 4D for sculpting and I seem to be doing fine. My question is, when do you guys decide you need to invest time to learn a specialized piece of software in my case, ZBrush. Yeah, I think that's, that's a, a really good question. I, I think, yeah, it's an awesome question, you know. And I found myself struggling with this a couple of times, you know, specifically with like particles, you know, particles or yeah. explosions mm-hmm. or like fire and stuff like that. And it's like I know I know X particles pretty well, you know. And mm-hmm. for for when it comes to like glowing and moving particles, I don't think there's anything better than X particles. You know, I think it's really it's so user fast friendly, super fast, easy to know. You know, and working with the different render engines and stuff. But it, it's like, but then I've got like smoke and fire and stuff. And TFD is pretty good at that. But like, or water yeah, especially. You know, if I want to do liquids, you know, kind of using X particles isn't the best. You know, water's a toughie. Water is a toughie, toughie, you know, and I, I, you know, for me, it's like I've been working on a project lately that requires a lot of X particles, whether it be, you know, regular particles or whether it's fire or smoke or liquid sims. And it's like at a certain point, I'm like, I I need I feel like this would be a whole lot easier in Houdini because Houdini is specifically made for it, you know, 
I think it's once you start finding like the downfalls in, you know, the specific software and you're looking to get more in depth with it is when you need to move over to a very specific software. Right. It's not like it's not like I'm saying like water can't be done in X particles or something. Uh, It can be done. The thing is, there's certain things that it's better at. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's like, okay, well, if you want to do some water, are you going to try and do it next particles? Are you going to try and go to something made specifically for water? Are you going to go to something like Houdini that's super complicated in order to achieve a result? Right, right. And so at what point do you decide? So, so Julia, what, yeah, what pieces of, of software have you branched into besides Cinema 40? Uh, ZBrush, actually. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so okay, that's, there oh, you that's, go. Yeah, okay, that's perfect. Yeah, that's, then you're the perfect yeah. person to ask, you know? Uh, absolutely. Uh, Actually, for this this project that I'm working on right now, which is the O2 fungi, um, fungi, um, I started because mushrooms are really hard to model, like insanely mm-hmm. hard, because they got mm-hmm. all these like intricate crevices and everything else. I started learning ZBrush just because I was, um, it just seemed like it was the software, the right software to create that those kind of visuals. And you know, just spending a day, there's so much material out there, and there's so many mm-hmm. amazing kind of series um for zbrush and you know obviously you can download a demo and and go through it and um and it's not that hard and it's really stable which is yeah, great yeah. and it works really well on the laptop surprisingly that's, for, good. that's good yeah for the amount of polygons and everything else that you know you, you need um to create these really intricate models but yeah it's um it was a really good experience i think you know in general it's really good to know about different softwares even if you're not going to use them Per se, like you I know, agree. just yeah. just knowing what they do, just so that when you get into a little, yeah, exactly, yeah. like you're aware of like, oh, you know, when you're in a production setting, you can just be like, hey, you know, maybe we can try this one, the software to do this or whatever. Right. Like, it's just it's just good to have that awareness. Totally. But, or yeah. if you even if you you're like, okay, I know ZBrush is good for this, but I don't know ZBrush well enough. Let's hire a ZBrush person to exactly. do this. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like it took me a really long time to get to, into ZBrush just because, like, I worked at PSYOP ages ago, and I sat next to ZBrush artists, and they were just amazing. Like, they were just incredible, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can never do this. Like, this is just beyond my my understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then, you know, many, many, many years later, I feel like the software has become a little bit more user-friendly, so I was able to pick it up a little bit better. So, yeah, cool. just try it out. I mean, it's it's all the same yeah. principles. It's all three D space. You know, it's not yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And that's what that's what I found. You know, I, I it's it's kind of the same thing <coughs> that uh, when when Dave did the uh, what is the best render engine? You know, right. Really, it's all up to personal preference. You know, yeah. some people. Me personally, I I I I get confused by ZBrush, and I haven't had the I haven't spent the time getting into it. The layout just completely confuses me, <laughs> and when I rotate around, I hate that it kind of starts turning. You know, and so I'm like, I I I, I kind of stay away from it because I don't need to. You know, and that's kind of comes back to this, that X particles conversation where it's like you decide at what point you need. Yeah. Like you're you like sculpting in Cinema 4D would be ideal because you don't have to leave the program and right. it's got many many yeah. features. But when you get to like that last, you know, ten percent that you can't do because I mean they've got some advanced tools. But when you have a piece of software that's dedicated to a certain thing, obviously yeah. it's going to be a little more yeah. drill down. Yeah, totally. You know, it's like you, you know then you decide okay I've got to whip the whip out you know the the heavy machinery right. To do this mushroom, right? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. So, you know. Yeah. What other programs have you dug into besides that? Um, I worked, well, again, a while back, I think, when we first met, I was heavy into the whole Oculus medium, tilt brush, and everything oh, else. Yeah. So I did That's a lot of, cool. yeah, that was, that was what, like four years ago now? Did that? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> you were into it early, I think. Yeah, it was 2017. I was like all gone how I was like I'm going to make a virtual reality game and I'm going to learn unity <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it's going to be this amazing thing and I presented on that and that never went anywhere but um <laughs> yeah I was uh, like oh I feel like that's like 90% of the personal projects that I want to do right. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere but you yeah. still went through it and you still learn from it and mm-hmm. you still you, you know, that's another point. You explored that possibility, right? And that's why having trial versions of software for something like ZBrush yeah. is great. You can try it out. Be like, you know, it, like, I'm not saying, like, if you're not instantly good at something, you should give up. That's yeah. the Homer Simpson philosophy. But <laughs> I, I, I do think that there's something to jumping into a program and feeling it right away because I feel like that's always a good sign. For example, gosh, what year was it? 2016 or whenever I opened up octane for the first time as yeah. a trial yeah instantly i was like oh buying this right now yeah like it was that kind of, it's that kind of feeling if you have that kind of feeling when you're on like a new piece of software i think that's a good sign but um yeah exploring things trying things out even if you do go even further down the path like the vr stuff like just dig in there see if you like it you never know yeah yeah totally yeah. i mean i'm sure there's stuff that you learned right from from doing v- that, those VR explorations or game explorations or whatever that you could, yeah, in, that that like something that's something that's helpful later down the line, right? Like, yeah, in what you do, I, like uh, I don't know, like like even exporting files, you got to export files to uh, to Unity, mm-hmm. right? So like now you have an understanding of how the game engine works, and let's say you get a, a client job. And you're in cinema, they're like, oh, we got to design these files and they got to go into our game. You're like, okay, you you didn't mm-hmm. necessarily, you don't necessarily have to like design a game, but at least you know the, how the sausage is made, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. So like you can yes. understand the back end of that, you know? Yeah. And totally. I think it helps if you're, if you're somewhat like running the production or whatever, like you kind of know sure. a little bit about it. So you're not just, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, people are telling you like, well, we can't do that. Like you can actually be like, well, actually, yes, you can. Cause yeah. like, I know you can't don't, you know, just yeah. because like, just because <laughs> like BS I'm not a me. pro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite things is working with uh, like a creative director or an art director or something who actually knows the software or at least enough to be able to you know talk the lingo and stuff you know it's been we've been on this really big project right now and it it it, it's interesting like he'll be like hey let's do this all you have to do is like throw it in this effector with this and blah blah blah, and you're done and i'm like oh yeah yeah, that's easy okay i can do that yeah you know or work on the keyframe easing with this or what you could do is separate the geometry blah 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 right if you're working with somebody that's never had any of that experience yeah, they're just it like just make the logo bigger. Feel right? It doesn't okay. pop. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're working with good people. Yeah. 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 We there's are. a lot where you basically have to educate the client, and you're just your yes. half right. of your job is like explaining what you do and why things right. take a long time. It's like <laughs> yes, just just move this over here. Yeah, but there's render time and there's lighting right. and there's all these other considerations. It's not just 
just snap your fingers right. and go. It's right. The whole yeah, just change that real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just slide yeah. it and move it over there. Just a little, yeah. you know. No, just okay. a scotch. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, three pixels, right? Yeah, yeah. I, w- I worked at a place like that once, where somebody would come in and say, "Oh, just move this little thing to the left, real quick." And it's like you realize I have to re-render that for sixteen hours in order to move that to the left. Right? Like, is <laughs> right. that really important? Is it that important to you that you can wait another day for this because right. the fire hydrant needs to move to the left one inch? Are you sure? Yeah. I know which project. And then the you're next day, about. you know what else you could do? What if you move that as well? Like sixteen hours later, let's move this too. Uh, okay, that's fine. Um, hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, a little bit there. Just try uh, it out. So, you yeah. know, it, it, the, the, yeah, it, it's important to try out software. You know, yeah. if you yeah. think, okay, maybe I need to jump into this, try it out. You may find that you like it <laughs> even more. You know. That's also a message to people who make software. Make a trial version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really is worth yeah. a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Houdini course, by the way, I did want to say, if you were taking it, somehow we had a little oversight in one of the chapters, chapter 3D, ironically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is, there, was, there was a little portion that accidentally got cut out. It's back in, if, everybody, if anybody was interested. Uh, one of our students pointed that out to us, so it's fixed. Nick was all over it. <laughs> um, but yeah, check out the Houdini course. We are going to have a... Uh, let me look up the date on this. We are going to have a live special on a Thursday night that is going to be May 27th at 8 p.m. Central Time, our usual like special slot. Uh, we're going to have the Stop Being Afraid of Houdini special. Mm-hmm. It will be Mark Fancher and myself along with one of his students, I'm unsure which student at this point that's going to be, but that'll be fun. Check that out, May 27th. We got uh, we got some great stuff coming up uh, for this summer, and yeah. uh, so make sure you stay tuned. It should be a newsletter that goes out uh, later this week with more information once we kind of get all the artwork and, and things together. And also, of course, check out the Unreal course that Jonathan Winbush has on our site as well. Totally. Make sure you, you, sure you check that out because you, you got to get up to speed on the basics of Unreal before you hop into our next course, which is coming out uh, later this year, uh, which is going to be uh, on ray tracing, like RTX stuff in mm-hmm. Unreal. And Brandon Clements is working on that course. It's so amazing. It's 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 crazy the kind of real-time stuff he's spitting yeah. out for that course. Yeah. So make it's sure cool. you check that out. And um, that let's see. that is That is it for my week wrap-up. However... I'm sure there are Camp MoGraph updates that you yes, have Yes, there are Camp MoGraph updates. Uh, only a few weeks away, you know. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, three, three weeks until tickets go on sale. Uh, June 1st, uh, uh, 2021, the tickets go on sale for Camp MoGraph. <laughs> For Camp MoGraph, um, it's going to be awesome. We've got uh, an amazing lineup of teachers and uh, counselors and uh, fireside chat speakers. It's I, I think this is going to be the first event since uh, since the COVID uh, you know pandemic. So yeah. I'm really We're excited about pigs. it. It's going to be good. Uh, so as far as our teachers go, um, uh, we, we don't have all of them. We're still working on like one or two. 
Uh, but as of right now, uh, we've got Satine Phoenix coming back to teach uh, storytelling again. Uh, we've got Wes Slover, who's going to teach a sound design course, yeah. which is going to be awesome. Really excited yeah. about that. He he was an attendee last year. Yes, 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 last yes. Last year, last time. Yeah, I think he's bringing the entire uh, uh, team to help yeah. out with it. So yeah, that one's going to cool. be a fun one. We also have Mr. Fried Pixels himself, James Ramirez, teaching a class. Ooh. That one's going to be really fun. Um, uh, nice. uh, I think you... It, uh, uh, we also have Matt Encina, who is going to be teaching a, a, a class as well, which is going to be great. Yeah. And we have uh, Naki Din. I, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, uh, but she's going to be teaching a course as well. Uh, uh, we'll was have she more... just added? She was just added, yes. Okay. Yes. See, I'm not, I'm not involved talented, in this like, really, process. I'm really excited about her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a currently a New York-based uh, uh, motion designer. She's mega super talented. So... Um, yeah. And then we've got TJ Kearney, Beeple and Hazel Baird as our fireside chat speakers. We got a, an amazing lineup of people and it's going to be so much fun. And this camp is awesome. And yeah, don't tell the crypt. Don't tell the crypto. Bros. Don't, yeah. Don't tell the crypto bros. Don't tell this them that people are going to be here. This is MoGraph only. Yes. You know? Please, please, please. Yeah. Oh, just, man. just don't even mention <laughs> that people's going to be there. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Like we want real artists. We don't want a bunch of schmoozers. Yeah, I mean, I did you know, you'll this have is me. for real. Yeah, well, besides me. <laughs> besides me. <laughs> what were you saying, Julia? Sorry. No, I I did try to. I was like going to SCAD to visit my alma mater, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just like pop mm-hmm. in, visit you know people, whatever. It's on my way. Yeah, right. like that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, it's like yeah, just <laughs> like. No, it's like I'm buddies with him, right? Right. <laughs> sure. He's been so the sl- thing like is, he- like, if you hit him up on Instagram, he'll get back to you. That he always does. But no, right now it's been like a day or two yeah. before he does. No, no, no big deal. Whatever. It's, yeah. Uh, it's like had yeah. this like grandiose idea. Sure, he just like sold like whatever it was for sixty nine million dollars. Of right. course, he has time. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. 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 He told me he hasn't even been watching like shows or anything. Yeah. He's not caught up on anything. Like. I'm sure his inbox, so many people are all up in his DMs right now. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, it was a stupid idea. But. <laughs> like the, what? I, I've, yeah. The OG people, the OG people are still there. We're just getting, we're, we're just getting, uh, uh, our, our messages are getting stacked on top of by, you know. Yeah. The schmoozers. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. We're, anyway. we're your real friends, people. Come on. <laughs> Camp MoGraph. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those interested uh, uh, in coming to Camp MoGraph, tickets go on sale June 1st, noon Eastern time. Okay. So, n- no. Yeah. Noon Eastern time. <laughs> Camp yeah, MoGraph tickets. get that right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I've said it now. We haven't announced. This is the first time we're announcing it. Oh, this it, so is the noon Eastern yeah, time. better get right then. So, noon, noon Eastern. Eastern time, 11 o'clock Central time. 10 o'clock mountain time, nine o'clock mm-hmm. Pacific time. So get by yeah. your computer. Uh, tickets are going to go fast. So make sure you're there ready to pick one up. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be, it's going to be so great to see everyone again and, you know, hang out and what yeah. better place than outside? You know, did you, did you, and this is going to be really important and we'll get updates on this. Mm-hmm. Did, did you, uh, come up with a, uh, 
a policy like a uh, what's what's the what's the COVID policies here? Do, for like y'all have a, what for like hugs and stuff? Well, no just idea. in general, like are there mask policies? Are there not mask we're, policies? We're, like has any of that? Trying, do we even know? The thing is, like it's so it's far away right now. So to say yeah. right now there is one policy or there isn't, we don't know. That mm-hmm. may change. You know. Yeah. But as of I mean, as of right now, we are within the. Um, the 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 restrictions that they have in Oregon right now we're well mm-hmm. within that you know because we're we're keeping it small we're keeping it intimate and we want to make sure mm-hmm. that you know it doesn't feel crowded and stuff that's the way camp is always we've always wanted right. Camp Mograf to be so right yeah well I know it is that. spread out I just and, didn't you know, know it's if outside there's... so I'm gonna assume right. everything's fine you know. I, I think one of the questions probably on people's minds is going to be: Are there is there going to be mandatory masks or something? Like I don't what, know that. that. I don't know the work? answers to that yet. So, yeah, but yeah, we'll uh, when we yeah. have more information, we'll let y'all know. Yeah. I have a feeling my my gut instinct is that the mask mandate is going to be lifted by then. I mean, it's I, I feel like it's going to be know? a yeah, like you wear one if you need if you feel like you, you, right. you want right, to wear right, one right. if you yeah. need one. Right, but I don't think we'll. I don't think <clears throat> we could possibly be doing like forced mask wearing yeah i i, I mean know, especially like outside you know while we're yeah. all going on hikes and stuff like that yeah. or hanging out and talking yeah. by the fire i i, I couldn't see that happening yeah. but i don't know if uh what the restrictions will be at that point so you know it's like yeah it's just it's just something good to know it's just something good for people to kind of have an eye on you sure know, yeah absolutely. because we can't we basically what i'm saying is we can't guarantee that people will be wearing masks at all times, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's basically what I'm getting at. So just in case there's somebody who, you know, isn't sure about it, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think that's just good to know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what else do we want to go over with that? Some sponsors? No, oh, yeah. Let's go over the sponsors. That's not it. Yeah, for sure. Come on, stupid Matt. Derp. <laughs> Let me pull up my list of sponsors. Um, and uh, we, we want to give a huge shout out to the sponsors, of course, because without camp uh, or without them, uh, camp would not be happening or camp would be happening. It'd just be really freaking expensive, you know, for everyone. <laughs> yep. They're helping uh, they're helping cover all the costs of like all the, uh, uh, the 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 fun stuff and bringing in the teachers and like paying for flights and stuff like that. All the money that they are, uh, that they have donated, you know, as sponsorship for this event is going to basically help you keep the price, you know, the ticket price down, which is great. And that's something mm-hmm. that we've always wanted. We've always just wanted to make sure that the, the price is as affordable as possible for an event, you know, and so mm-hmm. room board, all of it is included in your ticket, in, including the uh, the linens and stuff. So if you don't want to bring a, a sleeping bag, you don't have to. I'm still going to, you know, because, you know, get that extra warmth just in case. Yeah. But huge shout out to our sponsors. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Um, up first, we've got Maxon, um, uh, the fine makers of uh, Cinema 40, Redshift, red giant and um forger right um and then we've got mm-hmm. otoy uh creators of octane render and mm-hmm. then video copilot those are our three uh village sponsors so if you're staying in one of the villages you'll be staying in the maxon the otoy or the video copilot uh yeah. village 
So that'll be start fun. some rivalries, right? You know, start steal their flags pr- and stuff like on that. Each other. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Be like, yeah, Hazing. video, <laughs> video co-pilot village forever. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Burn their village down. Right. Burn their. <laughs> yeah. Burn their village All right, Dave's down. Dave's getting a little video crazy co-pilot. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, we've all we we haven't been around people very much lately. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we've got our gold sponsors, which are Grayscale Gorilla. Uh, we love them, of course, over at Grayscale Gorilla and Minimal Massive. They're a local Portland uh, studio. Uh, super excited to have them on board. Um, and then our gold sponsors are A Scripts and School of Motion. So big shout out to them. Uh, uh, we're appreciative of all the sponsors. If you end up getting a ticket. Give them a shout out on Twitter or whatever and say, thank you for helping keep my ticket so cheap. Um, for more mm-hmm. information about Camp MoGraph, visit CampMoGraph.com and uh, put, uh, put, uh, take out your phone right now. Mark down June 1st as a reminder, like yep. an hour before they go on sale and say, hey, remind me to do this because you'll, be, you'll, 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 you'll need to be there. All right. Yeah. First event, first event uh, after the pandemic. So it's going to be great. Mhm. Mhm. Okay, let's see. I don't have any hardware or render things for this week unless you have something, I don't know, Redshift, nope. Octane. I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. I didn't have anything down for that. We're almost done with our gigantic projects that we've been working on, so yeah. maybe we'll have a little more time to to you know, dig into some Yeah. I did New run into an issue in with uh, X particles and XP trails um, with the mm. current, like the newest, newest version of Octane. Um, if you're mm-hmm. running XP trails and, you know, you want to change them to be a little less jagged and a little bit more smooth. Normally, you just go into the XP trails, t- change the spline. But there's an issue with it right mm-hmm. now, I think, because Amit's uh, updating to the newest X particles API. Um, uh, the only workaround I've found is you need to use uh, most splines. So basically you'll throw the XP trails into the most splines and then change them in there and then it'll work fine. Okay. So, yep. so I guess um, there was, there is the motion blur thing. Did we talk about that last week? That's kind of a deal too in Octane the, right now. Yeah, just right to now. update people. It's, so I, if you're sending stuff to render or sometimes when you're rendering them out, there's a, there's a motion blur issue and I don't, I don't know what it is. But, on on render, if you're sending stuff. Well, to yeah. Render. So you've got to export it out to Orbix. I've had this issue, and I think they're working on fixing it. At least I yeah. hope they're working on fixing it. Where uh, if you're using motion blur, it will sometimes just like cause your geometry to jump all over the place, which is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had it happen a couple of times where stuff will just move for no reason. If you're having that issue, turn off motion blur. And then do a motion vector pass and use RSMB. I mean, that's what I've is, had to do with some of these other ones. I, I feel like, and this might not be true at all, but I feel like it's kind of like backing up the geometry and moving it forward somehow behind the scenes yeah, to like I don't know. create those maybe it's Maybe it's caching it or something. I don't know. But when you yeah. export out to Orbix, it's going as a, a Limbic file, you know? Hmm. And what's weird is like, so if you export it out with without motion blur and then bring it into standalone you can't put motion blur back in there you know what i'm saying so it's like it's baking the motion blur in there and that's where it's causing the issue i'm guessing i don't know 
But they're working on it. Just just something to be aware of if you're trying to use render right now. That there might be if if you're not using motion blur, it works great. I had a scene, and actually some motion blur works fine. I had a scene that had motion blur and it and it came out great. I really love uh, being able to send it out and watch the frames come in in like. 30 minutes instead of sitting in front of my computer for five hours, even with a ton of cards. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the part I love the drag and drop stuff, all of that. But you yeah. know, I know they're working some things out with it still. Yeah. So plus, I mean, you know, you know it phase. could also be our issues because, you know, we're using a newer version. Versions. We're not on 2019.1.4 or whatever. That's the one that's recommended. Yeah. We're trying to and throw hard stuff to at it that up. it's not asking yeah. for, you know? It's it's hard to keep up because you you end up working on a project and you're kind of stuck at that version number. Yeah. And even if you... Yeah, if what you, sucks is, you know. like, right now, you know, Dave and I were having... Like, I was on the newest version of Cinema and the newest version of Octane. And Dave right. was on the previous version of Cinema of... Uh, r23 and like the previous version of octane which right. isn't even available, available anymore you can't even download it because it wasn't a stable version and, and we were getting get color difference. you don't get a thing yeah. you don't get a thing on on cinema saying that it needs to update so i didn't even know yeah, that my r23 yeah, wasn't up to date yeah see that's annoying that's annoying so that. when you so so we kept having these color differences in octane and even when you downgraded back to my version we still had color differences no no uh, so when i yeah when i downgraded to your yeah. octane version but yeah. then i downgraded to the cinema. cinema i did both cinema and octane and we started getting the same color versions and it's yeah. like oh boy we're on two yeah. completely you gotta obsolete stay. versions of of plugins and software yeah. so i mean we're talking like point point zero one differences in right. these updates so it's right. like okay going into a project is like we got to stay completely on the same exact yeah. point value software and just here's to make the sure we so going back if i could go back and do it again <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, if I could go back and do it again, what I would recommend for people who, if you've got a big project coming and you're looking at using a render farm, look at the render farm, what versions they have and mm-hmm. only work in yeah, those first. versions, you know, yeah. because, you know, while it's great to be completely updated for a project, you know, yeah. your render farm or whatever won't necessarily support that, you know. And all the render farms... T- you know, traditionally are a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's yeah. things, there's things that have to be worked out. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's really important to look at that and look at like, you know, what version of uh, standalone, like how far the standalone, I mean, there's all these different things, but yeah, it's like, you got to work backwards and say, totally. well, where am I going to end up? Um, everything moves so fast too. It's yeah. really, it's really hard to, it's like, okay, well we're on the latest version. We should be fine for this month long project. And by the end of the month, you know, there's two more versions. updated yeah. like there's just two a versions. lot of maintenance that is yeah. involved. You think like, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna jump in and start creating, yeah. But you don't think about like all like the little maintenance updates and whatever, like the yeah. little things to just check and make sure yeah. everything works. And then you find out at the end, like, you know, later on, it's like, oh, yeah. shoot, shoot, yeah, we're like two weeks match. away from being yeah. <laughs> done with this like six month long or three or four month long project, and it's like, okay, well, you know, we're stuck. Yeah, you'll you'll. It's just find so out annoying that, to have to pay attention to those things because you're yeah. just like, I just want to create. I just yeah, want to right. be an artist. Just let me be yeah. an artist. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but Stop it, it making never me fails. update shit. Right. Oh, sorry. And they'll add <laughs> like fine. no, they'll they'll add like a, a feature that you could have really really used on the project, uh, right. but you're like, I can't update to right. it because it will... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to risk it. 
that's true. Like, there is yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or there's everything. the other thing. Bake like, everything. Yeah, yeah, bake it all. Yeah, bake it's just everything. like uh, the new version of cinema. <laughs> I don't have it installed yet because I'm waiting for for this project. There's all these fun new things that I want to play yeah, with. Yeah, I know. I can't play with yet. And it's funny, like, so I had to... I had to uh, create, like, basically a big, gigantic... I, I, I had to... How do I explain it? So I had to do, like, a cloner, right? And I had to... But mm-hmm. they were all different shapes, you know? And I had to jam-pack them together as tightly as possible, right? And so I was like, okay, cloner, push-apart effector, you know, I'll scale them apart. That'll be fine, right? But you can't... Like, there's... It, it, I, I want them to be able to fill every crevice, you know? Yeah, you want to art direct your, your MoGraph. Right, 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 exactly. So I couldn't figure out an easy way to do it. So I hand-placed like 10,000 clones. What? It, maybe it wasn't 10,000, but it was, okay. it, was a, it was a couple thousand probably, you know? But I hand-placed every single... So, yeah, I started off with a cloner. Tools. Got them. Um, at, I know, exactly. R24 yeah. would have been perfect for it. Yeah. I mean, Same. I guess, is it backwards compatible in that form where you could have, like, placed them in the new one and then I gone have no back? Idea. I have no idea. That's that's a pretty good question there. Maybe, yeah. maybe we out. should try it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm ready for this project to be done because it's going to be time to play with. Oh, and man. and yeah. I really want to do some Turbulence stuff and put out some tutorials on Turbulence, too. I think that would yeah, be fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you should I've totally got, like, do that. A sliver of a little bit of extra time right now, which isn't really technically extra time. It's just, you know, not working 20 hours a day. Right. So Instead, we're uh, working 12. <laughs> right. So I'm really thinking like a TFD tutorial series would be fun. That would be because fun. Because I'm, I'm waiting. Like, I don't have anything good to show for a tutorial. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm always like, oh, the, I want to do a tutorial. But, the, the thing you know. is, like, you know, and this is what I found with tutorial, tutorials. Like, this is why we kind of stagnated on tutorials and stuff like that. It's like, okay, cool. Let's show you everything that we know. And now it's, it, we're just kind of And we didn't know that much. <laughs> yeah, so we, we didn't know that much. And now, now it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know, some of the concepts. Like, the, the sculpting tutorial. That's a three-part tutorial. That was almost three hours, you know? Right. And it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll look into doing some TFD, but yeah. hey, let's talk about all the things Julia now. Yeah, let's do that. Oh wow, we've we've known you for quite a while. We've yeah. been through some stuff. We've hung out in Vegas and whatnot, and we've party or, or somewhere. Was it Vegas or was it diff- was it? No, it was Vegas. I'd, Vegas, it was I, Vegas I, is right? where we first met. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember when I look when I see in in my photographic memory sees all this i just see all of us around and inside the booth right <laughs> and i'm like i don't know where that is you don't know or where what the year booth it was is. i it's just remember we were standing yeah. yeah just in different locations yeah yeah, yeah. just in different yeah. places unfortunately in the world. it was the same booth even though yes. we've been told over and over again we're getting a new booth <laughs> it's coming <laughs> it's coming that's right it's like the, i can't wait it's like the i can't wait joke. to see no, yeah. yeah, we're getting a new booth next one. Okay. Was it for Seagraph, yeah. like the one that was going to be in DC? Was that going to be a new one? So NAB I, was going to be a new NAB one. NAB was supposed oh. to be a new one, and yeah. then it just wasn't. And oh my then, gosh, I can't wait yeah. to see the, the new booth. Yeah, it's the, new be... booth. <laughs> <laughs> the new booth is going to be great, man. Once yeah. we finally get the new booth. <laughs> just, it's booth, just... booth, booth. It's going right. to be amazing. Right. <laughs> I, th- I think they should take the old booth and take like you know grind it up and put what? bits and pieces of it in the new one 
<laughs> so we can say like the old booth is here with us in spirit. Right. You can auction it. it, it auction it. Yeah. I just like, yeah. Some, like tear those it up, arches. Tear it up and create like uh the uh the Maxon logo, right? Like laser cut it out or whatever on oh, pieces yeah, but, of it, then just hand yeah. them out as like uh Souvenirs. rest in peace the booth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Attach a QR code to it, make it an NFT. There you go. Got dude. yourself a stew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good plan. Uh, I think it would be great. Like, oh, you could give it out to you could give it out to um, presenters, like pe- like little one right. inch pieces of the old booth, as like a memento, right? Yeah, that to all the presenters. Here's here's your one inch by one inch piece of the booth. I remember all the awesome memories of our shenanigans, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So let's talk about uh, now. Now that we rattled that whole thing, let's talk about your start. The reason I was bringing that up is because um, I think even in just the time that we've known each other, you've you've been through quite a few different. Th- I mean, even talking about like you know exploring video games and doing all of that, you've you've um, been working for a lot of uh, different cool people and uh, teaching and farming. <laughs> farming so foraging so, for so let's start from the beginning where where did you first get interested in doing anything artistic in this in this yeah. uh i mean even from the beginning as a child were you into art? yes so at three years old this is a story my mom loves to tell <laughs> um she said that i drew a pram and with one stroke so a from that a pram like a a baby carriage oh okay a pam, pram okay. right that's what it's oh, called i've never I heard it called that i have no idea i think it's now i have to google it <laughs> i can uh, i can, I can be google right it. A pram. It's, you're probably right i've probably just never or maybe heard not yeah pram. like oh, a yeah. baby stroll pram. yeah a pram. i've just never no you are absolutely okay. right i've never heard <laughs> oh. that word before i'm just very uneducated wow well it does say oh. it's a british word Oh, okay, oh. okay. A four-wheeled carriage for a baby pushed by a person it, on foot. Yeah. Is it not called yeah. a baby coach? <laughs> no, no, but it's a very specific... It looks very specific. It's not just right. like those like modern ones that you have now. It's right, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right. one of those fancy ones that like bounce the Mary up and Poppins. down or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so at three years old, I drew that with like one stroke, and from then on, she decided I was going to be an artist. So that was... She kind of just guided me towards that... The, you know, being an artist, and and I did went to an art school, um, but it was all like fine art. So it was a uh-huh. lot of like um, painting, yeah. and um, my, my I guess my specialty was portraiture. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for a long time. But then once I got to college, it was more just you know, well, how do I make money with all of this? Because obviously I'm not going to make money as a right you know portraiture person artist. Right. So um, so I went to advertising art, and I did um, my. I guess undergrad was in advertising art, which was kind of lame because it was in the. They stuck. I went to this school that didn't have an art program really. They kind of stuck the okay. art kids in the horse carriage, uh, like a, a house that used to, um, a building. You mean a horse coach? You mean a <laughs> like a where pram, they had, pram? Yeah, like a horse it pram. was. A, it was a building, like a small little little building that was meant to store horse carriages. Okay. And they stuck the art kids, and it was all the way on the other side. Like, you had to, like, hike out of campus to Man. get to this building. And Nobody that's- ever cares about the the, right. the extracurricular activities. Right. 
just send from walk, the back. I guess. <laughs> just yeah. just send the art kids out to the stables. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> right. That's exactly what right. it was, actually. Nerds need more <laughs> exercise. Make them walk back there. <laughs> oh, man. It was, yeah. They didn't have any computers. It was just, it's That's like, funny. we gotta talk about typography, but we're gonna draw it. Oh, boy. Yeah. It was one uh, of those. Okay, okay. And then after that experience, I was I went to graduate school at SCAD. So that was that just cool. kind of like completely changed, yeah, and yeah, yeah. everything for me. So uh, yeah, and that's when I started doing. I started doing um, my uh, MFA is in computer art okay. with focus on 3D, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did. I learned Maya there, and I did a lot of character animation. 3D That's character cool. animation there. Um, what made you really want fun. to jump into like 3D versus you know the the other the other path or whatever? Yeah, like 2D graphic arts and all that. Yeah. So I did take an elective at the at the undergrad, and it was um, it was on 3D Studio Max actually, okay. and that mm-hmm. kind of changed that that opened me up, opened me you know, myself up to like this whole other world of 3D, and then mm-hmm. I went to SeaGraph. Because um, my professor told me, like, oh, they, you know, you can go as a student volunteer. That's cool. And, That's cool. Oh, it was amazing. It was yeah. like anybody listening who's a student, possibly, like, definitely. I don't know how it works with COVID now. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but but if you can, definitely apply for the student volunteer program at SIGGRAPH because they, um, if you write like a really good essay, they actually um, send you. Well, they used to. I don't know how it is now. Maybe like the budgets are different but they used to pay for your plane ticket oh wow yeah and they put you up wow for like a whole week you do have to work a lot like you do work like 40 hours a week and that's it's but then you also meet a lot of great people and you establish a lot of connections yeah so that's how i learned about scad was actually because they were they had a booth at seagraph so that that whole thing started my journey and and pixar was just you know kind of um, coming out with all their you know big movies like toys and everything, um, so that was really cool. Yeah. Cool, that's uh, cool. Yeah, so it was, okay, it was really fun. Man, it's <laughs> it, it's amazing. It's amazing how like one elective, one elective mm-hmm. completely can completely change your life. Because for me, uh, high school. You know, in high school, I wanted to take... I didn't even want to take this. My friend signed up for it, so I signed up for a video class as well, you know? <laughs> and it's like, the second I got in that class, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. And it completely changed my whole life. Yeah. No, it's one true. Elective. Yeah. Uh, I did do uh, web design. Uh, I feel like web design for a hmm. lot of people, like, back in the day was kind mm-hmm. of like the gateway yeah to yeah, yeah, yeah. everything yeah. else to motion it was graphics. either the gateway or the fallback <laughs> right it's like, it's like oh, i like the I design yeah. part of this yeah. but the code part of this yeah. is awful yeah. yeah 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 that's true yeah well this was before it got complicated it was still like action script and i mean i don't know what right, it was right, like right. flash it was all flash flash based. director yeah. shockwave so it wasn't like too <laughs> difficult yet because flash like you could you can do like arrays and you can set up things like that but it wasn't yeah too complicated um so yeah that was, My problem was always that I would design these really fun, intricate things, and then I realized that the file size on them was way oh, too big for the yeah. internet. <laughs> you got to yeah. create that loading bar. Yeah, oh, right, just, right, right, right. that's right. Yeah. Forgot about that. I couldn't figure out how to create the loading bar. That was the problem. Even that was too much code for me. That's funny. So. I'd say I, I only learned ActionScript 2. You know, it wasn't any of the... Uh, 
the action script three man that stuff just like totally confused me i was like <laughs> it's easy on mouse click up you know do this right none of the other yeah mode. it is yeah. interesting how something like that can change your path like something little can mm-hmm. can change your path and i don't know if i ever told the story about being in high school but i actually the first day of high school my freshman year i had already been into computers for years and uh, you know, my dad had, had bought me and my brother, uh, uh, for on our first computer, a copy of Autodesk Animator, which Ooh. was a DOS program only, <laughs> uh, couldn't even get to it in windows. And, um, so we had all these animations and I was working on doing like a, a shooting a video script with my, with my friend. And so I was writing it down and my first day of high school, they screwed up my entire schedule. I had three classes. Two of them were like break periods and a lunch and like <laughs> one art class that I never even signed up for in the first place, right? And I'm so I get to class, I'm like, this isn't, I'm not in your class, I won't be in your class. She's like, okay, just chill and do whatever till they fix your schedule. First day of high school, she sees me sitting down with this little binder because I'm not doing anything in her class and I'm going through my script notes and she's like, what you doing there? And I told her what I'm doing, and I talked about doing animations and all that kind of stuff. She's like, you you should talk to the the television teacher here. There's not a freshman class for doing video, Mm -hmm. but you should talk to her anyway. So I went and I showed her my animations on VHS, and uh, she let me come into the... uh, Well, she introduced me to the computer graphics animation teacher who was doing Infinity on these, you know, Apple II GS Max or whatever they were at the time, and... Uh, you know, power PCs, Photoshop three. Nice. Uh, she introduced me to the guy. He let me come in. The the instructor let me come in work after school just for fun, just to learn. And it's crazy. And you didn't get just, you didn't get credit for that. You should have gotten credit for that. Well, the next year they opened it up for sophomores for the first time. Oh, okay. And and so I you know met all of these friends who I'm still friends with now and through the whole program and yeah it's but it's crazy because that one teacher noticing. One little yeah. thing, yeah. you know, it, you just, you just never know. So, but you were doing, you were doing a lot of Maya. I remember you talking a lot. I think when we first met about is character stuff, right? In Maya, is that what yes. you were doing? Yeah. And uh, trying to remember. That now. was the, old, so- the only time I actually did it uh, was in graduate school. The moment I left, I never touched character animation in Maya ever, <laughs> ever yeah. again. So. Um, Have you done yeah. it in Cinema 4D? I did. Yeah, I did the yeah. when we first met. I did the presentation on the character animation in okay. Cinema. But it's a big blur now. Yeah, right. I know. It was such <laughs> the, a long time ago. Yeah, and that was also um, the last time I think I've done character animation too. So there is that. Is that like? I mean, was it easier at the time? At that point, it was. I think I had a lot better understanding and a lot more of a push to really get better at it. Mm-hmm. So there was not as many distractions as, you know, when you're in grad school, there's so many, I don't know. It's just, it was, and also Maya is just so, at that time, I don't know how it is now, I'm sure it got more <laughs> user-friendly. But at the time, like, everything know. you had to kind of, like, code almost, like, any animation, any mm-hmm. character oh, movements, you actually had to code them. Um, so that was, I think that kind of, like, stopped me from keep <clears throat> going with it. Um, That's awful. Just, oh, it was. I, it was yeah. like, oh, you want IK joints to like repeat the movement? Well, you have to code everything. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's like really good for doing that stuff, but it's also really hard to do. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I would love uh, to look at Maya nowadays and see if it's the same as what I opened 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, see how much it's changed. Right. You know? I think, uh, yeah. You, you open it and you're just like, okay. Yes. Close. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I did have an, to do that. I took an entire Maya course after already oh. knowing cinema 4d, you know, huh. and how uh, did because, that work out? Um, it was fine. You know, I, I, it, I was able to, I don't know. I, I learned more about modeling through that course than I did mm. anything else. And there were some things that I liked in Maya that I did not, that weren't applicable at the time with C4D, you know? Yes. But I don't know. It's, it was fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> did you open it again after that? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Okay. Really, no. <laughs> yeah. I think I opened it once when I was again at Saya because that, that was like their main 3D software and some 4D was just kind of like this like stepchild that mm-hmm. they didn't have um, a way to support really. So it was like only on like two computers for the entire building. Mm-hmm. And they just, they always looked at me kind of strange because I was like this weird person doing Cinema 4D, but that was a long time ago. So I did have to open it because they gave me files in Maya and I was like, well, I can't use them. I have to convert them to Cinema 4D. And I opened up Maya just to do that. And I was like, I don't remember any of this. This is all just, (laughs) yeah. I think I had to like message a friend and be like, can I send this file to you? Like, can you just convert it for Cinema? Because I don't understand anything in Maya now. Mm -hmm. So. That's funny. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I I enjoyed it to an extent. I feel like if I had if I had my knowledge that I have now versus what I had then, I might have enjoyed it a little bit more. But I, I don't I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of Maybe my. Maybe I would enjoy school. it a lot less. Yeah, right. a lot of my friends, like from graduate grad school, they obviously like that's what they use, and they're yeah. excellent at it, and they're amazing, and the stuff that they do is just insane. But it's right. just not just my brain doesn't compute that way. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah, character animation for me is almost up there with like doing programming. Right. I'm just like yeah, ah. I I don't love I don't love character animation. Like yeah. the other day, so I was thinking about this, and there ne- I don't know if there is a way to do this, you know, in cinema. Um, like I was thinking about stop motion, you know? And so Mm -hmm. like, you know, in stop motion, you can Mm. like grab a character's hand and move it up and like, you know, everything's it's, it's clay or whatever. So it all like, it, it sticks together. I would love to see a way that like, it's like an auto rigger or something, or say this entire thing is like this dense, so stick it all together. You know what I'm saying? So where when you can grab one little area and pull it, like the other stuff reacts mm. to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess that's a, like IK, setting up your IK. It's yeah, but kind of like I don't want to set up an IK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I just like, want it to, yeah. Right. I just I know what you're it, saying. Like if, it, if somebody came up with like a whole new way of thinking about it. Right. 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 Like, it, More it's, like it's not just stop like stop motion it's, versus like rigging and I I don't know. Well, you can just use Maximo for everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate yeah. using Maximo. <laughs> I hate using Mexico Maximo. Man, there's so I know. many. There's Everybody so many... knows that you're using it. I, everyone, oh, absolutely, yeah. There was a yeah. thing uh, on the <laughs> Seven Genesis project, the NFT stuff uh, that we're going to talk about later. Like someone was using a Mixamo rig, and it's like, oh yeah, I know that, you know. Yeah, I exactly. mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I use the crap out of it too whenever it's necessary, you know. Right. But yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. So I just yeah. So uh, let's talk about uh, your career and teaching. Yeah. Um, you weren't. Are you allowed to say who you're working for right now? I don't even know. I you know I don't even know either. <laughs> oh, I have better, no idea. Better how, say. I'm sure you can say who you're working for, right? It's a that's very large a social media company. Okay. okay. I yeah. think that's that's pretty good. It's uh, MySpace. Enough. It's MySpace. Yeah. I think everybody... Get, yeah, it's MySpace. Yeah. yeah. Or Friendster. Friendster, right. I, I oh, hear that. there it's you go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you were... Okay, so let's talk about uh, where you were teaching... Where, where you were teaching and working last time we we talked to you which was uh when we saw you in person that's another thing i swore you had been on the show before and uh-huh. i think we had scheduled something and we had to postpone and i was like oh no she's she was already on recently and then I'm, we're talking and you're like no i haven't been on i'm like it's i guess it's a mandela effect i don't know yeah um so you were teach you are currently still teaching right yes okay and where is that at uh school of visual arts in and New York. You've been there for a while. Yeah, I think I'm coming up to five years now. I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. And so, so what are you time. what are you teaching mostly when you're? I teach um, computer art. Well, actually, it's um, 3D for design students um, in the design department. So that's senior cool. students who are like on their last year, mm-hmm. and they take it as an elective um, to you know. And that's yeah, because they're design students, it's mm-hmm. it's more design focused. But you were also you've also worked on quite a few big projects over you know the last five six years that you know we've been talking to you. And so, like, how does that work? How does that balance work when you're <laughs> trying to teach and like work on client projects? And are also are you are you going into these projects as contract or are you actually like taking like a, a job or at the same time? That you're teaching, or it's at the same same time. It's always parallel. Um, that co- can be an issue. So, I mean, most of my employers, most of my clients have been very understanding, and they usually like they pretty much always are. That you know, I have a commitment at you know a certain time of the week. So um, mm-hmm. there's been cases I did work on an insane project once for a company where they actually asked me to come back after my class, which was, you know, my class finishes around like 930 and they asked me to come back after that. Um, and they didn't really want me to leave to go to the class <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. begin with. And I was like, well, it's my finals. Like I kind of have to. Right. Um, so that was that was probably the only time I actually had a challenge, a challenge between, you know, my commitment to education and commitment to work. So. Um, other than that, it's been very smooth. I think everybody kind of wants, you know, more students who are capable of coming out, you know, and, and feeding the industry and, you know. So. Well, Bro- <laughs> like Brodeur does the same thing. He balances, you know, doing teaching and, and doing other work. And so, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I act like, but, you know, how can you possibly juggle that? But, you know, we kind of juggle multiple jobs too by working 15 hours a day so i guess that's probably the answer yeah Yeah. uh but um when it comes to like obviously you've got breaks in your schedule with school which is probably helpful you know you're like okay well you know it's may right now right so at the end of may you're do you have summer classes that you're doing no 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 no. i i'd like to 
have actually summers off completely. I didn't get that last year. I worked mm-hmm. through the summer, and I I'm feeling it now. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, do you generally try and take like more work in the summer, or do you try and like, no, no, bring I'd everything like, down? I like to just bring everything down. Like, I'd like to have at least a month off, that's, and just that's nice. yeah. No, I just that's why I love freelancing is because I am able to do that. Um, so you know, you just budget, finance yourself the time to do that mm-hmm. that you can just take off and um have that time to yourself in the summer and also like in northeast you know our summers are so short yeah. and it's such right. a it's such it's just such a shame to work through these like really nice days in the summer um so yeah yeah and for us we're like this is a great time to work because <laughs> everything outside is melting outside the window let's <laughs> right. just stay right in here crank the ac yeah um so yeah, that's it. that's interesting. Like taking a break is hard to do for a lot of people. Either number one reason is going to be you know, money reasons, of yeah. course. Yeah, like a lot of people just can't afford to do that. But then you've also got the dilemma of like when you can afford to take a month off. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I could probably take a month off in July if I wanted to. Yeah. However, I'm not taking a month off in July because like there's so much stuff. Like like how. Like, do you completely turn off, or is there some kind of like, no. okay, there's emails here and there? Completely turn off. I wow. just don't want to. I don't want to deal with any anything, like any of the noise and everything else. I just. I, you know, I guess that's that. good, especially. You <laughs> it's know, so tough having having. Well, a, when you have a farm, you gotta dig in the land and all this other stuff. That's like true. you just you're just basically putting in twelve hours like outside, <laughs> just back breaking work and then you just can't do anything else after you know it's it's easier i I think you when you've got literally bought the farm so (laughs) can y'all hear me yeah yeah yeah. sorry sorry sorry. it's all right no (laughs) just making sure just ignoring you (laughs) no i was gonna say it's also easier when you've got like a you know a a job you know versus like being 100 percent freelance because the the hard part about taking like a a a month off when you're 100 percent freelance is that You've got to be lining up those next jobs, you know? Right. If you go one whole month without doing any of that and you don't have anything lined up, then that could become a two-month <laughs> or a three-month, right. you know, vacation. Unintentional. Do you feel like that – does that help your process? Like, like will you – maybe you do a month off and, like, during that time, like, creative juices flow? Or do you feel like it takes you a while to ramp back up? Back yeah, up? that's a good question. Or, or is it like, oh, my gosh, I had all these ideas in the last month. I, I yeah. Now I'm ready. Yeah. Is it helpful? I feel like it clears my mind. Yes, of it just I I don't feel so overloaded with everything because you know our industry is just so hyperactive. Like there's all it these is. like new things that constantly yeah. hitting you. <laughs> you know, you're checking your Twitter Twitter feed, and there's just like bombardment of stuff that you need to be mm-hmm. on top of, and just mm-hmm. it's just like overwhelming <laughs> amount. Um, so just having that clarity. Is I feel like it like cleanses my brain, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm I'm more open to all this information flooding back in. I like, can see okay, that. Yeah, I can accept yeah. this now. <laughs> it gives you it's a chance like you to take just that month decompress. Off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you take that month off. You come back, and all of a sudden NFTs exploded. And it's like, where did this come yeah. from? Oh, or, that or, did or NFTs or exploded yes. and then have already gone away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did happen. To me, that's something similar, but it was more just, I had something very tragic happen like three years ago. And after that, I just kind of like, I shut down and I just did what I had to do. I didn't really like pay attention to anything. Mm-hmm. I just, just tried to kind of go along my day and just, you know, bare minimum really. 
Um, and then the NFTs came up, and there was all this hype, and I just kind of like started paying more attention and started coming out of this fog that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I like I missed so much in those like three years that I just you know kind of slowed down a lot in my mm-hmm. productivity. Well, not my I was productive, but it was more like right. psychologically. Right. Just psychologically, right. I didn't I know want what you're that. Saying. Yeah, yeah, just like trying to recover from the trauma. I was like, oh wait, there's like all this new things, and um, I'm just starting to catch up on it. <laughs> yeah, like Omega says in the the chat here, it's hard not to work. Like I I feel that way even like on a regular day. It's like we're working so so hardcore. Mm-hmm. It's that oh, you only worked an eight hour day today. You must yeah. you should feel bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that's what how, where my brain goes, and it's like no, like. I can't Why? wait to get back to an eight-hour day. Right. Gosh, I would kill for an eight-hour day right now. Yeah. But then, you, you know, you watch Netflix at night for, like, five hours and feel like you wasted yeah. valuable time. Dude, I played two something. hours of Pokemon Snap last night. It was awesome. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> you take pictures fun. of Pokemon. Just say random Hana. words. I played Pokemon Bing Bong last night and... Pokemon Snap. I don't even... You just take pictures of uh, Pokemon, you know. Oh, wait. Is that the same thing as, like, the... The when... old school game on yeah. Nintendo 64? Yeah, totally. They oh, really wow. they redid a new one for uh, for the Switch. And me and my <laughs> wife played for, like, two hours last night, and she was terrible at it. And I, we were laughing so hard. It was good. It was a nice little break. It's good to have a so, break. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my whole thing. Like, I don't know how you shut off. I don't know how you shut off. I really don't. Like, yeah. how you'll shut that off for that period of time because i would just be i would be getting anxious i would be getting fomo Mm -hmm. i feel like when (sighs) i take a you know some quote-unquote time off that after a day a day and a half i'm already bored oh yeah unless i'm on like vacation vacation yeah i can see that i can see that being at home being at home and taking some time off is a lot different than going somewhere and taking some time off. Like we did a, me, my brother moved to Texas and I went with him. I drove with him, you know, moving down and we, we stopped off in Denver and hung out with David and Ariev, you know, and, or sorry, David and EJ. Um, uh, (laughs) and it, uh, that like, I, I did not, I did not, like care about slack or anything like that it was right. so nice to just get away but when i'm at home and relaxing and chilling i'm i'm okay with slack you know slack's all right i'll be on slack basically the whole time that's kind of a vacation you know so you got to have something to do then I, right I guess. yes yeah. yeah i have a lot of hobbies so and they, that's I good think, well mm, it's, <laughs> tell us about the farm tell, it's tell not everybody. it's not that great because it takes me away from you know things like focusing because mm-hmm. you know i look at people's stuff that they're creating and they're posting on twitter and it's like oh my gosh yeah. this stuff is amazing like i want to do that but then you think about it like i also want to farm and forage yeah. and you know do all these like million other things and build fences and whatever else like you know it's just it's <laughs> like oh my gosh but i can't do all of this if i want to just focus on creating something amazingly beautiful in cinema you know like but i have all these other distractions yeah um, yeah. Like the yeah. farm. So like so how far- did this come about? Like <laughs> how did the farm come about? You gotta tell hold everybody. On, hold on. Can I go can I go back to that that thought real quick? Because I've had that exact same thought before. It's like, why do I want to get into a new hobby when I should be focusing on my my career, you know, and stuff like that? Like, oh, this isn't gonna make me a million dollars. I should be <laughs> focusing on my career, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But it's like you got to have that stuff, you know? You you, you got to. Otherwise, you're just going to go insane. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But some people, I feel like some people, that's what, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a, just a perception I get just from the, you know, just the social media. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's what they do. It's just like, yeah, but sit I guarantee they... you, I guarantee you the number of times I've seen some of your Twitter or Facebook posts where you're out in nature hiking around. Yeah. I've been like, oh, I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> you know, she's got a farm. I want to be working on a farm. You <laughs> oh, know, please. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> <laughs> next, next uh, Camp Mograph on right. my farm. Come right. on. Oh, that's a good idea. There we go. Nice. I got space. I got space right. for everyone. Right. <laughs> How much it's, acreage? Can we do like a whole like Woodstock thing? Oh uh, yeah! Bring a giant Let's stage, lots of mud. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's mud. I got mud. I got mud for, <laughs> for everyone. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so okay, so how did this come about though? Because how how does one go about getting interested in a farm and yeah. then buying a farm and then yeah. managing said farm? Yeah. Is it just like Farmville? Is it? It's that easy, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, I wish. Um, no. Well, I started small, I guess. I started just kind of clearing out a piece of land on my parents' property that was like a big jungle, and I cleared it out, and I made a garden there. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to start homesteading, and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of that, like gardening and trying to be self-sufficient and all, you know, figuring out how to can things and, yeah. and whatnot. Um so that was fun. How big are we talking? Like, are we talking like a, an acre? Are we talking like no, a small no. garden? Like it was what like, size? well, it was like, a, I don't know, a medium size. It was like maybe a quarter of an acre, I guess. Okay. But it was a lot of beds and, and mm-hmm. it was fun. That's still um, huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like, it's a lot of, it was the, a lot of My work. lot size for my house is a quarter acre and that's a lot. I couldn't imagine like dealing with that much. That's a lot. Yeah. It it taught me a lot. It taught me not to put a garden next to a forest and a stream. <laughs> but um, and there's always everything wants to kill everything. So yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so then from then on, you know, when pandemic hit, and we, you know, I've been looking for a property for a while because I was like, well, I want to expand. I want to make it bigger, and I also don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, kind of um, like my parents love me and everything, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like I don't want to impose on them all the right, time. Right, of course. So. Um, so I was like, all right, we'll probably need to have my own piece of property. So mm-hmm. I started looking uh, for a long time, actually, for probably like two years, two and a half years or something mm-hmm. I've been looking. And then finally, I found something right before the pandemic hit. So right before, like, actually, no, in the middle, like, well, not in the middle, like when pandemic hit and we had a lockdown in mm-hmm. the city. Okay. That's mm-hmm. when I found a place. But thankfully, it was like the first or second month of pandemic. So yeah. I was able to put in an offer and... Yeah. You know the sellers were very nice. So, was, but I mean, there was a lot of things to work out because again, that's good the property. Timing. That's great yeah. Timing. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was like the most amazing time. I like, I'm so lucky. Yeah. Um, because yeah, otherwise, like that property would have been non-existent. Um, yeah. yeah. But it was abandoned for two years. It was abandoned for two years, so it needed a oh, lot geez. of work. It still needs a lot of work. Um. So yeah. So I spend my weekends and whatever time. How far time I is have. it? It's only yeah. an hour outside of the city, so it's not too far. Oh, that's not bad. Which is, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's a perfect distance, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a lot. It's of, like a normal commute for Texas, you know. Yeah. yeah. Are you, you could, able to stay could. there? Like, is there a, a a place to to 
sleep there's a house. and all of yes. that? Okay. Yeah. So, I have you, a, so you don't have to like go back and forth every night no, or something? No, no, okay. no, no, no. No, I have my yeah. computer, like another computer that I got um, so I can do work there mm-hmm. as, also. So mm-hmm. I have two setups. Um, yeah, so... Oh man, that would be fun! Like, I I need to get creative. I'm gonna go to the farm and just like, yeah. It's great too because I work on the west on West Coast time, Mm -hmm. so I don't Mm -hmm. start work until later. So in the morning, I can do you know all like the oh yeah yeah yeah. The weed. Do you have any animals? Milk the cows, right? Do you have any animals? Um, so they were horses before, and there were uh-huh. lots and lots of uh, chickens because they had two chicken coops. Uh-huh. Um, I just demolished one of the chicken coops because it was old. But and the chickens um, with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't like the farm animals would be great, but it's more. I don't know. I, I I'm still uncertain about it because it's not a full time farm. Mm-hmm. So unless we have a like unless I find like a farm hand a farm yeah right. hand, um, it's not going to have animals. It's just going to have lots and lots of vegetables and that's okay. Orchard. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we'll that's see. So cool. That's so cool. But again, yeah, Mograf camp location. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come to I Jersey. It, it's beautiful. <laughs> I think a good question to ask is what has farming taught you about motion graphics right, right i don't know if you have an answer for that but that would be a fun one uh, patience oh okay. that's good okay yeah yeah do you feel like you come back to work like more centered you know like or do you do you like or does it have dread the coming effect? back like, to work you're like no oh, I, just, I love just coming back farm. to work yeah well I love coming back to work because I am all sore and achy. Right. And I don't want to just deal with any of the mud and, and yeah. carrying things and, and whatever else that needs to be done. So it's it's a good it's a good kind of like balance. Yin and yang, mm-hmm. I guess you would say. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I go to That's break funny. my body on the farm and I come back, to, you know. To heal your right, body. To heal. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> with motion graphics. Yeah, with motion graphics. And so what kind of mushrooms have you found <laughs> on the farm? Yeah. No, well, actually, my husband is trying to start a mushroom farm. Cool. He is trying, he's trying, he did inoculate a bunch of logs, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, um, wow. Mm. So you're actually doing logs. That's so cool, because, like, I, so I follow a bunch of people who, like, grow stuff on TikTok, and I'm like, one day I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. I, I, I probably yeah. won't, but, like, you know, they buy <laughs> these packages they like you cut open or something like that, and yeah, the mushrooms and the just mushrooms grow, grow out of it. It's like mm-hmm. the I don't I don't hmm. know what kind it is, but it's the. Are these mushrooms cool. that people potentially use for recreational activities, or is this just in <laughs> no. general? I'm just no. curious. Actually, yeah. I've only done that I think twice, and both times I had a really terrible experience. So I don't. <laughs> I, I think I just like do that the wrong way. So yeah, I, just, I think I'd have funny. a terrible experience as I was, well. I don't. Yeah. yeah, no, it did. I was like, why can't I stop this? Why is this happening to me? Like, I just want to control everything. And this, yeah. Um, that's so funny. that's, that's not really for me, but no, they're more like they're medicinal and they're for food. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, I mean, I can talk about fungi for hours and hours. It could be like a <laughs> yeah. separate podcast. <laughs> How did you, yeah. The, the fungi podcast. The fungi. Yeah. What, <laughs> what even got you into that in the first place? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like how do you how get into that? Um, How does one become fungi curious? 
I th- well, as when I was little, it was it always comes from childhood, right? Like yeah. My parents take took me foraging and for okay. mushrooms, and that was the thing that we did. And um, yeah, that's cool. So, so they so they had some background on it as well, and this is just from being around it, I guess. Yeah, I don't like, know. I've always had a fascination with mushrooms. There's so many of them, and they're all so different. And they just, uh-huh. I mean, if you think about it, I think it's the largest organism on the planet is um, is a fungi, like this one massive fungi. It's, it's on the ground, but it's, uh-huh. um, you know, and it breaks down. Like, it pretty much does the heavy lifting for the earth. Like, it breaks down yes, all it does. this uh-huh. nutrients, and it puts nutrients in the soil, and it actually feeds the trees and it has these like symbiotic relationships with nature i mean or like trees and things so yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. without that you wouldn't really have this ecology that we have right now so it just they're just so fascinating and they just come in so many different colors i don't yeah. know and shapes and sizes it's just gosh uh, can't mograph you're gonna have to just take everybody out on yeah it. it has to be Oregon an unsanctioned some good ones has some really good ones yeah, yeah, there's probably a lot of beliefs which are tasty and yeah. delicious. So. We'll see if we can. It'll be a, we an unsanctioned then, course. <laughs> unsanctioned. Yeah, we'll yeah. pick some up and then see if we can cook them in the uh, the kitchen. Yeah, That'd be could fun. be a mushroom. Could sign a waiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's yeah. got to be a disclaimer. There's always a disclaimer. You know, people should not. Okay, anybody who's mm. listening and getting interested, do not pick random mushrooms. Like this is something you have to study for a very, very long time. Right. So yeah, <clears throat> that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, don't don't just go like oh mushroom yum. No, 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 no. Don't right. Do that. You know, every mushroom is actually edible, but some of them are yes. only edible once. <laughs> once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It that reminds me of the you know people say things are are natural. Mm-hmm. You know, natural flavors. What is that? It's like, yeah. oh, let me look. Let me look at this. Hmm, natural flavors. You know what? Uranium is natural. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's true. Um, I want to get in some MoGraph recommends here, and yeah. uh, but I've got some links. Oh, before we do that, too, tell us about the SVA BFA Design and Advertising Industry Review. Yes. Oh, yes. So that is happening next. Um, Thursday, so May 20th, uh, my students are having their industry review, which is kind of like their final graduation projects are being uh, previewed for the industry people. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll, I don't have a link for it, but on Instagram, if you look up SVA, they'll have it. And um, yeah, usually it's really fun. Um, it's at the theater SVA usually like before pandemic it's at the SVA theater it's a big party there's wine there's hors d'oeuvres and you mm-hmm. know everybody gets together I get to see a lot of people um, I haven't seen in a while um, my peers and other you know shops and companies and um, we get to see some really awesome students work but unfortunately this year it has to be virtual but mm-hmm. still really good my students this year were awesome just incredible work that they've done um, I think it's probably because they didn't have as many uh, different, what's it called, just distractions mm-hmm. uh, because they were yeah. you know, at their parents' house and really all they <laughs> can do is just, you know, render stuff. So, <laughs> so that's, how they got, that's how they get away from yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> so their work is really good because they yeah. don't have like New York City distracting them. Right. Yeah. That's funny. So, yeah, so check it out. A couple links I wanted to do real quick is the, first of all, Matt put this in the notes, uh, Anubis, 
Anubis. Oh, Anubis. I love it. He's Anubis. been raving about this. So Anubis is a new plugin um by oh boy, who who does The it? makers of Anubis. The Anubis plugin. The makers of Anubis. M P four. I'm telling so, you, it's made by the makers of Anubis. <laughs> it's uh Battleaxe. Battleaxe. Yeah, the makers of Anubis, yeah. Right. The people who do like Overlord and Time Lord. And the and rubber Anubis. hose rig. Oh my gosh! Here, let me let me. I'll put this in the chat so you can bring it up if you okay. want. But yeah. um, basically, they just came out with a new plugin. It's a uh, MPEG a four exporter for um, for After Effects and I, I think Premiere as well. But man, it is awesome! It's so good. I installed it. It's only twenty bucks. It was only 20 bucks, and so I was like, eh, if I don't like it, I whatever, it's just 20 bucks. So I installed it, and um, I, it's all I what? use now. Like, it is, it is my go-to. It is my favorite plug-in right now for After Effects because I, I, I finally got it because I was like, I hate sending stuff to Media Encoder. Media Encoder is the biggest load of crap mm. ever. Can it's you explain like, to me what I'm seeing? Is, because I'm at Battleaxe and I'm looking at Anubis, but yeah. I see an NFT by Billy Chitkin. <laughs> I mean, that's a that is a uh, that's the animation that Billy did uh, for their uh, launch, I guess. But oh. if, you, if you go down, you can see it. You know, uh, go down to the return oh, to the infinite. Weird. Keep going. Random. So anyway, um, it's a it's an MPEG it's an MPEG four exporter. It's really easy, you know. It's really easy to use. Very user friendly. You can select a low, medium, or high version. You know, you can and and basically, all you do is click the button, and it asks you where you want to save it. And it uses you know it uses the name of the comp. It what it does is it renders out a lossless file and then converts that to MPEG four. And it's hmm. it's so fast. The amount of time that it takes you just to open Media Encoder, the file will already done. be done. Yeah, it is. It is. It is what Adobe should have done in the very first place: is just create a button to export whatever you know. Exactly, and, and it's, it's all so FFmpeg in the dumb. background anyway. Why is this so difficult? Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb that that Adobe. Uh, that they've got to make you jump through hoops in order to do it. And, you know. And, and they got the Back to the Future jokes, too. You are yeah. my density. <laughs> right. I love it. So. So you know it's uh, good. Buy it. Because it is it is a game changer and it's awesome. And I love this plugin. It's all I use now. Every time I accidentally open up Media Encoder, I get mad at myself. <laughs> and then I click on the Anubis button and it finishes rendering before Media Encoder even comes up. So. Why because, is it so slow? I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Encoder. I don't like, know. Why is, does it have to be so painful to use? Why, it's 2021. Why can't I render an MPEG-4 out of After Effects? That's what I want to yes. know. You can, yeah. but it fails and it doesn't work right. And no, uh, you, can't do, you can't do MPEG-4s anymore, can you? I don't think you I can. Don't know. I don't even... I, or it's, it tells it's, you it's to so use... Dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. Media encoder takes so long to load. and, and Yes. Like, and connect yeah. or whatever it does, has to do, like the yeah. syncing. Yeah, it's making like a background copy of the file that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because if you change the file, you don't. It, you know, it's going to change what it's encoding, and you don't want that to happen. So it makes this thing in the background that dynamic link server. Or the whatever dynamic it's doing. link server. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. yes. Okay. And, and sometimes it, just, it can't connect to yeah, it, and it just and so fails. It, it's like, and then you got to like close, like force quit the file, and then open After Effects and do it again, and then it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Because something has failed. 
in After Effects. So then you got to close After Effects, reopen <laughs> After Effects, re put the thing in the queue, then send it back to Adobe Media Encoder, right. and then it loads. And then it has to encode it, and an hour later, you've got yourself a 30-second MPEG-4. Dynamic link cannot connect. Yeah, it's so stupid. Just buy Anubis. It's great. And what's cool How is, much is like, it? 20 bucks. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. Right. And so, like, uh, the, what's cool is, like, you can actually select multiple versions. Like, say you want to do a low-res version and a high-res version. You can have both of them selected. You know, say you want to do that every time. You just mm. make that your default, and it's good to go. It's awesome. Mm. It's so good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mm. buy a new. Yeah, Cam says Adobe didn't want to pay for the rights to use it in AE anymore. Which is stupid. Which is oh, so yeah. stupid. Yeah. We've got like half the... Uh, I pay you the, how much a year? The Halo and I can't crew, yeah. I, And I... You know... Never And mind. that software hasn't changed much. It has yeah, not. Like, what am no. I paying for? Right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> You're just paying for the ability to use the program. You're paying for the yeah. ability to not be able to render more than two frames. <laughs> no, you need a playback. You need you can't. You need at least two frame, fl- frames. Frame. I feel you need so at least much two better. Frames to playback. Yeah. When I go to cinema, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my happy place. Right. After, <laughs> after Effects, yeah. I'm like I just right. Which is EJ a shame will never because get away I from love like I loved After quote. Effects. I I was a huge huge fan of After Effects, but now man, it's just like it's so hard to just. Just the simple, the the ease of life stuff. Just, you know, quality of life stuff. Like being able to just a, a one-click button to export to MPEG-4. Come on. Come on. This is so stupid. All right. Anyway. We got half the Halo crew in here. We got yeah, we do. Cam. Saw Revs in here. John yeah. Jagsneen. By the way, one of the links I got here, you like that segment? Ah. That segue. Uh, John Jagsneen has a new tutorial out right now. WTF is the uh, he's got a whole WTF is After Effects mm-hmm. series thing going on. But thinking of uh, gra- speaking yeah. of After Effects, <laughs> speaking of After Effects and WTF is After Effects, right. check out the graph editor part one. Here's the deal: um, Jags is doing a lot of cool beginner content for people who are just getting into uh, certain pieces of this industry. So you really need to go check it out. Yeah. And uh, and like check out and and share it like if you already know this stuff, share it with people that you know would like to learn this stuff. Yeah, right. I think everybody has somebody who's a friend who's interested in motion graphics, mm-hmm. motion graphics curious, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, just like you know, trying to learn what this stuff is, or maybe like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, trying to dive into these programs a little bit and say, is this for me? Is this my thing? Mm-hmm. Right, so it, it's like share this with people you know that are trying to get into this. Students too, like students who are like trying to get into it or want to maybe are considering doing this as a career. It's like okay, try out these programs and just see how you feel in these. Yeah. And so uh, Jags has been doing some some great stuff for that. So make sure you you, you check out the YouTube channel, which I will link in the show notes, and then also I got a link here. This is just something from Facebook I thought was cool. It's just some rando video that I <laughs> happened to come across, but it's it's from Star Wars and it's showing the matte painting that they did. Oh yeah, for one of the scenes. Yeah, you know they matte painted a lot of that original stuff, but it's showing the original glass and how they created the plate and all of that. So That's I'll cool. That's that. super cool. So let's move on to MoGraph recommends. Let's talk about some of your favorites, and these can be recent favorites or all time favorites. It doesn't matter whichever way you want to do it. And uh, we're going to ask you first about your favorite movie 
and uh, uh, how that may or may not have influenced <laughs> uh, you know uh, what what is your favorite movie uh, The Labyrinth oh that's a good okay. choice yeah. that's a good choice yeah I made yeah. my friends reenact it in school <laughs> uh, yeah we would go to a park and I would make them <clears throat> perform like the whole I didn't realize how creepy it actually was until like much mm-hmm. later so <laughs> yeah I've, ne- there, I've never actually did seen I hear the about a remake of all that? the way through. No, you're thinking the Dark Crystal. Yeah, yeah, I know there was, but yeah. it's it obviously it's going to happen, right? Somebody's going to say Maybe. they're going to tackle the remake. Maybe. I hope nobody not. makes original movies anymore. I mean, nope. you can't replace David Bowie. No, ever. Like you just you can't. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. So true. They who, just who have to rename it something else. Right. They got to get somebody who's kind of like the same type. Of person, yeah, you know, and like maybe like get a musician. How would you remake that movie? I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, they what, do those. What musician would would be a good like, cast? For yeah, David who would Bowie. play the roles? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nowadays. Yeah, you need like a tall, uh, semi kind of quirky, weird. Like who who would be the person nowadays for that? I don't know. know. Yeah, Going to be a tough role to fill. Yeah. They would have remade it if it wasn't so tough. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but think what they could do with, like, the graphics and stuff. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I did really like all the puppet puppets and the way that they did the labyrinth, like, the actual sets mm-hmm. and things. That was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, what about your favorite music? Um, so, it's more, like, folk-based, I guess. I like... Um, Poor Man's Poison. I don't know if you guys heard of it. I um, do not know that one. It's yeah, it's like f- folky country. That rock Mumford and Sons. Uh no, not no. It's, they kind of fell off the radar. No. What happened to Mumford and Sons? <laughs> like the pandemic, they just disappeared. I'm sure they. I think they disappeared yeah, before that. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might make music. I don't know. Are they British? Isn't no, that a British? I think, I, uh, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Poor man's but, poison. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I'm Are you the type but, of person that has to listen to something else when you work, or is it like it doesn't matter in the car or in front of the computer? That's your music. Because I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I kind of separate what music I listen to based on oh. if I'm working or not. So you listen to different stuff based on your activities. Yeah, this is so good. It's like, I like this. If I. I don't necessarily always like a lot of lyrics in my music if I'm really uh, trying to concentrate. Like, if I'm trying to write something, if I'm trying to type out something in, like, Notepad, I cannot listen to lyrics or talking or anything without, like, my brain doesn't work that way. So, that's how I am with music. I, I'll generally put on something that's, like, more of a chill hop or something. Mm. So, you have different because, playlists for yeah. different moods. Okay. No, I just, I, I it just, whatever. I dig on. Poor Man's Poison. That's good. It's good. I just listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole album. The whole discography. The whole yep. Yeah. <laughs> now, what about no. TV shows? So that's a... Well, okay. I've been watching a lot of This Old House. Nice. Oh, I wow. I can imagine. That yeah, I can back. imagine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's been pretty much nightly. Um, 
Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send 3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Man, I got so many people for you to follow on, on TikTok. No, Are you on TikTok? No, I can't. Bob I can't Vila. have... Yeah, Bob Vila. Um, I, I just... Ah, oh, dude. Is he still alive? Uh, I think so. Is no, he on the show no, still? They, he's like, not they on still the show. On the show? No. But, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's, man, Bob Vila, man. You, you got to get on TikTok. I, just so you can... Like, I'm telling you, like, I got so many people <laughs> that you would like. Like, Forging for Mushrooms and, like, you know... <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. So this old Bob house. Vila, this Bob Vila is 74 years old. Wow. Yeah. Man. Like, that reminds me of Sundays growing up. Like, he would be on PBS on Sundays growing up. I hmm. forgot about that, yeah. dude. When I lived in Boston, I started watching yeah. this old house, but just because I didn't have cable or any other entertainment, and it was free because it was on PBS. Mm-hmm. And and now, right. now I watch, <laughs> like, now I'm actually like, oh, yes, this whatever bar to support yeah. this makes now, sense make everything plum okay got it <laughs> i know what that means <laughs> so what about like so you watch those types of shows yeah, do you watch yeah. any like you know netflix trending shows or any of that yeah. or are you like kind of a tv off kind of um, person i try it's really hard like my friends always say like you got to watch this you got to watch that but it's it's really tough I don't know for some reason for me to like be like okay let's I did <laughs> just finish the Made for Love on HBO Max, um, which was pretty decent and mm. Made for Love. What is it? HBO Max. I think and I, it's kind of like I, I know that. I um, oh, I want to watch it. How is it? Yeah, is it, it was good? decent. It was good. I mean, I didn't like. I think I liked all the episodes except like the last one was a little iffy mm. for me. Just I mean, I, they did it because they needed a second season. And it's like one of those, we got to okay, come up with a story okay. that uh, like pushes us into the second season as opposed to just wrapping it right. up. Um, so, yeah. I like Christy. Christy yeah, she's Bellinati. great. Yeah, she yeah, was she in was Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, Palm Springs was yeah. such a yeah. great movie. That's the only oh reason why gosh. I got, what is it, Hulu? I think it was on Hulu, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, it was, that, yeah. Just to watch that yeah. movie. Such a funny movie i feel like that's such an underrated not talked about I movie totally so yeah. great yeah but yeah it was, it was it good it was really funny it was very good yeah i was waiting for kevin to chime in with his uh is he here yeah i guess he's not here today yeah but he's if been he here were the past here, few he, weeks he, i need someone from maxon to send that, me a new hoodie because my zipper oh, was no. broken 
Aww. Yeah. Can't you just hit up whatever website it is? I'm sure, and get I, can. Can. I'm sure I can. Oh, I want all the Max on So. <laughs> I know. I'm wearing my. I'm wearing the new shirt. I don't know if y'all can see the new shirt. You know, got that. Is that on. The, the, the one with the tree? But it's called no, the, not the one with the tree. No. no, 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 no. This is this one's just the okay. logo. The, oh, nice. the logo, tree, right? Yeah. yeah, but I bought the yeah. hoodie as well. And then I got. I was like, "Yeah, I'm so excited. The weather's getting hot, so I'm not going to be able to wear this for a hey, year." Kevin. Say it, Kevin. Oh, there. Say it. <laughs> but uh. I couldn't. I couldn't zip it down, and I'm like, "Oh man, I'm so sad. I just want to wear my hoodie for the few days I have left <laughs> to wear a hoodie." Anyway, I'm surprised you're still wearing a hoodie. It's cold Come in on, my Kevin. office because I'm rendering. I think Kevin's done with the running gag because he's here. He just doesn't want to do That's it. Fine. But everybody That's else okay. is is participating. I hear Breaking <laughs> Bad and The Wire is good. Breaking yeah. Bad was. I know. I, yeah. I've heard some other of your guests say the same similar thing, like Breaking Bad being really depressing. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It, it is. is. And I, it is, but yeah. it isn't. I mean, yeah, I finished I watching know. the whole thing, and it was a good show. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin says, "Sorry, I was watching oh. Breaking Bad." <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. <clears throat> funny. Okay. Uh, next on the radar here is is your favorite podcast. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, besides ours, I've yeah. been listening to a lot I, of your I've, podcasts, I've, actually. So, um, have you? Oh, that's <laughs> nice of you. Uh, that's, that makes two people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, Freakonomics. Yeah. Oh, so you're the other one. <laughs> oh, Freakonomics. Freakonomics yeah. is really good. Very interesting. Um, I I read the book. Gosh, it's that's been, a, been around a yes, little while a now. Very long time. I don't. But they still have it. They're still doing it. Like so oh one, yeah. yeah it's, on the long rides, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Um, and there's a few other ones like based off of like this that spun out of it. So in a similar vein. Yeah. 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 Um, Kevin. Kevin says personally, Breaking Bad is the best show he's ever seen, except maybe The Wire. He'll yeah, never stop talking go. about Breaking there Bad. Or the Wire. There we go. I was waiting <laughs> yeah. for that. There we go. Um. Yeah. Uh, any other podcasts? Have you Have you listened to any of like the murder podcasts no, or I'm any of that? Not know? like a horror person. I just I. It's uh, so I think the murder. Uh, yeah. So I'm with you. I'm not a horror that was a person trend. as well. Like, you know, but I'll, I'll tell you the uh, the murder mystery podcast. It's like it's like a different. It's a different <laughs> feeling. It's it's great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I worked for news for a long time, and we did a lot of you know graphics for oh, murders. Oh yeah. So yeah. I okay, just, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah, stay no, away from it because no. it's not good for my health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the name of that show everybody was listening to for a while? The NPR one. Serial. Mm. Serial. Yeah. 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 Super yeah. serial. The moth is nice. Mm. It's good. Anyway. I like the moth. Yeah. Those are stories. The, the moth? moth. I don't know that the one. moth. I don't know that one. Which one is that? Um, Moth Podcast. It's just um like people tell the moth. Yeah, radio they, they tell they come on and they um like tell stories like based on their life experiences and there's themes and it's you know there's some like really heartwarming and heart wrenching stories there. <laughs> 
Okay. That's cool. Not both at the no, same time, no. hopefully. Well, I don't know. <laughs> both heartwarming yeah. and heart-wrenching at the same time. Maybe it starts at the beginning one way and then it just All ends right. the other way. <laughs> now, besides render engines, mm-hmm. what is your plug-in, your favorite plug-in of mm-hmm. choice? What's your go-to? Uh, immigration. Immigration? I, I know that one. have no idea what that uh, is. It's an A-script plugin. It basically allows you to bring in all your... Uh, it's an old one, too. It's like a really old one. I'm sure there's a much more better ways of bringing in your 3D renders. But, um, you know, it's all your passes. It just brings in all at once instead of, like... You know, because oh. obviously, like, you can drag your Cinema 4D file inside After Effects and then do Extract, and you'll yeah. get all your um, files that way. But uh-huh. I don't do it that way. I just use immigration. <laughs> <laughs> is it better? Like, or is there more that it kind of automates and sets up for you? Or is it pretty much the same? Or It says a smart import and like, batch replace tool that greatly improves the workflow of importing and replacing files, especially file mm-hmm. sequences and highly nested hierarchies. That's cool. And James has so do works, you do a works, lot of do you do a lot of like rendering out the individual like the diffuse the specular the post do you do you do that is that is that I your do, workflow yes I I I like compositing wow. so and I like to have a lot okay, of control okay. over everything so it's uh, yeah 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 I'm with you there I just don't I'm I'm more of the um, the crypto pass like. I render right. out my crypto pass and then I do all my comping then. You know, right. that's 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 cool though. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, uh, James says it works really well with version up from Jeremy Cox. I don't even know about this. Hmm. And why hasn't Jeremy Cox been on the show yet? Why hasn't he? Let's make that happen. Huh? huh. Yeah, I don't. E- I didn't even know about version up. Now is is that something new? Yeah, I don't know about it. Hmm. Did you find it? Version up. Jeremy Cox. There we go. Let's see. Anything? 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 And I got nothing. Why don't I know about this? <laughs> I don't Somebody know. send me some know. info. I'll link it hmm. for sure. All right. Let's see. Next on the list is what is your muscle memory favorite go-to app? You pick up your phone. Your finger presses what button? <sighs> Weather. Weather. All oh, right. that's, I like that. That's such a good answer. It's good. <laughs> it's such it's good always answer. Instagram, right? Yeah, it's always, oh, it's right. Instagram. Weather, but I can imagine that. That's that. That determines your entire day or your entire week. Pretty much, yeah. You know, yeah. farming yeah. schedule. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You need to know whether you got to go water the Pretty plants much. or not. Ex- right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. If it's that's gonna cool. be muddy, right? You know, got to. Got to bring yeah. those galoshes. Galoshes. <laughs> Mud boots, yeah. <laughs> you mean yeah. boots? <laughs> boots. Galoshes. galoshes. All right. Are you a video uh, game yeah. person? Yeah. When I have time. What do you play? Uh, I have played yeah, a right. lot of Assassin's Creed. Um, my friend worked for nice. the company that made Uncharted um, and the other game. I forget what it's called. The one that like everybody was raving about. I forget what it's called now. Um... No, no, Halo. I don't. I tried that like in high school, and that didn't, or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And yeah, I, I wasn't good. I didn't like the. I don't know how it maybe it changed now, but back then it was like a split screen, 
So like, yeah, and I could yeah. not get into the the whole mm. split screen thing. Like it just distracted me. Yeah, right. Now you have to have your own computer, uh, your own. Uh, yeah, they don't Xbox. even have oh, okay. that feature yeah. anymore. Um, yeah, but yeah, Assassin's Creed, the other one. James says the last oh yeah, of us. that Last of Us yeah. It? So my friend did yeah. send the Last of, the last yeah, of yeah. Us, but I it was a little like too dark for me. So I'm, but I love Uncharted because it's kind of yeah. dumb. You just follow. It's kind of like a movie. And uh, okay. the other one okay. was um, a really really good one. I'm trying to remember Horizon Zero Dawn, and that okay. one was okay. excellent. So just the mm-hmm. graphics were incredible, and the storyline was was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard uh, amazing things about yeah. that one. I like that The Last of Us started <laughs> in Austin. Oh, did it? Like, that's where the game started. Yeah, it's funny, because at the beginning, like, they're driving to get out of the house or whatever, and they're passing all oh, these wow. Texas back oh, roads funny. signs oh, and stuff. They're, like, outside it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, life hack, the difficult one. This is where mm-hmm. Mitch Myers says you turn the toaster on its side for some bomb ass grilled cheese. I feel like you gotta have a good. You're gonna have a good one, and I feel I like it's you, gonna be. You're putting like too much pressure. The the farming related. Oh, the far- I know you're saying yeah. yeah. farming for- related <laughs> life hack or something. Farm wisdom. Farm wisdom. Uh, yeah. All you Mabimbang oh fans out there. Yeah, no, it's not a farm related. I don't think. Um. It's okay. Facebook Marketplace and Facebook Groups. So okay. when I had okay. to um, furnish the farm and just like rehabilitate it, Marketplace had tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of a believer of like not buying furniture that's cheap and that's just going to be thrown out anyways because it's just the you know the right. amount of waste that it creates. Mm-hmm. So I try to do like more like secondhand yeah. kind of stuff. And also you get like some really excellent mm-hmm. pieces of furniture. They're really high yeah. quality. So Marketplace was excellent for that. And also, like, the, you know, Mm -hmm. pavers or whatever else you need, like, certain things for the farm, you can also find that. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm sure people are just trying to get rid of their bricks or their pavers or something. Yeah. I got a whole stack of bricks in my garage I just need to get rid of. Do you, actually? Yeah. Yeah, I (laughs) I wish you would lift closer. (laughs) I would would take that. Right. Um, yeah, so that was good. And then also Facebook groups, you know, you got those for foraging, you got those for, you know, your town and all that stuff. So it's it's a lot of information that um, gets posted there all the time. So. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, our pool table we got on yeah. the marketplace. So, like, it was... <laughs> great quality i, I sold a desk was... on the marketplace one time i also put it on craigslist at the same time and um i, I wasn't getting any bites for a hundred dollars which i posted it was a gigantic desk <laughs> and so finally i changed it in uh on craigslist to like free just come take it but i forgot you get to a bunch change... of choosing beggars no I, I i forgot to i forgot to change it on marketplace and someone hit me up on marketplace they're like hey do you still have this for a hundred dollars i was like <laughs> yes delete the craigslist ad <laughs> nice that's funny yeah <clears throat> so yes i do yes i do Oof. um um can can y'all stall for a little for a second while i go use the restroom because yeah, i don't totally. want to start the drop without using the restroom yeah let's do It'd be it very difficult for me to operate dorpy <laughs> right right dorpy the yeah dog. okay right. so y'all just uh y'all just just <clears throat> hang out for a minute i'll be right back julie what kind of things are you growing on your um farm? nothing yet i have to um Fix the soil. 
and that that takes okay yeah you said it was like a, a horse, horse farm, farm right yeah originally so, so what does that do to the soil well they have is it just completely pretty much it? yeah it has to the way that the horse corrals work is that you have to constantly fill it up with um this um rock dust kind of um thing okay. like it's a lot of rock basically um and nothing okay. can grow through it so you have to start so i put a layer of soil on top and then that, that soil needs to be you know you have to add nutrients to it and the way you add nutrients to it is you need to add a lot mm-hmm. of compost and it's just like a whole process so um this year right. i just spent basically rehabilitating everything um and then okay, okay. yeah and we did all so you're doing them you're you're going to be growing straight from the ground you're not going to be doing in like uh beds or anything like that yeah you know so I'm there saying? will be beds definitely um but it's just in just mm-hmm. in general i like to have the soil that's that's more has more nutrients i don't know it's just mm-hmm. yeah how long how long is it going to take Probably you to every do year to like get it and also the yeah. sun you wow. have to watch where the sun is because i don't want to rush because that's what i did with my parents i just kind of like rushed and put in beds and i didn't pay attention to the sun i didn't because i didn't uh-huh. know anything um and yeah. now i'm like okay i have to look at where how much the sun the spot the certain spot gets how much sun because you know plants need you know like mm-hmm. eight hours of solid sunlight so it's just it's a lot of gotcha it's gotcha, a lot gotcha. of just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, observing yeah. and and learning instead of just rushing and yeah yeah well we have I, I, there's plenty of work right. to do besides that so <laughs> it's uh, yeah yeah that's cool i'm i'm jealous my 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 uh my my parents have like oh, 12 wow. acres of That's land nice. here in just like a really small town in Texas, like a couple oh, hours wow. away. And my grandparents, my grandparents, I they had they had ten acres, you know, of land where they that they actually farmed oh on, gosh. you know. And so it was cool going out. We called it the ranch, going out to the ranch, and you know, like. I, I grew up with a bunch of farmers, so I, I, you know, I, well, I've never actually done it myself other than driving a, one of the, uh, driving a swather, you know, by, uh, it's by, in your blood, Matt. It's in my blood. Yeah. I feel like it's in <laughs> my blood, you know, yeah. it's in my, DNA, my grandparents, I can't tell you how many, how many cans of crap oh, they yes. had. Like they built <laughs> an entire storage unit, just like right off yeah. their house that just canned everything and we'd be like oh we're out of jam oh hold on let me go get one from 1967 <laughs> yeah you know that, that tends to happen <laughs> yeah. still delicious year. still uh, delicious yeah it's for, exactly it's good for you <laughs> yeah yeah it's got that yeast yeah. you know it's... right all the family's getting drunk <laughs> off of grandma's 1967 canned <laughs> canned jam. beans yeah yeah that's funny funny. Mm. all right well let's hop into the drop let's do it let's do it are you are you ready for this i'm ready to change my stinger i gotta have the correct stinger the drop stinger all right here we go is this the fucking mic this is exactly what i should be doing What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead, is joining us as always, my wonderful co-host Dave Koss, as well as Julia Simone. Hi. Thanks for being here. 
Um, let's see. What do we got today? We got a bunch of drops. Today, I'm I'm actually, this is a good week. This is a, a, a really good week. And I feel like, I got to say, I think Nifty has listened. <laughs> because there's not as many drops this week, you know, yeah. on Nifty. And it's actually, like, we've got a, there's not as many, like, musician drops, you know, and whatever. Like, I, I, there's a lot of good MoGraph artists being dropped this week. All right, um, quality me, content. Let me, uh, let me pull up the drop list that I've got. But I did notice that, and I was very happy about it. Um, well, the first one you have here doesn't have a link. Is there a reason? Yeah, is no, just, I just wanted to talk about. Are you talking about the Seven S found the Sevens Foundation? No, the gold, gold. Oh, weird. I don't know why I didn't put that up there. Um, hmm. that's weird. Uh, let me see if I that's can. That's gold find weird. It. Yeah, Gold Weird. So, well, no. Do you know, you know who Gold Weird is? No. You know who Gold Weird is. All right. Gold I'm about Weird. To, um, yeah. Gold Weird is the you know the the crystal like I believe it's the crystal uh, like bears and stuff like that or like the that you see on or the crystal frogs. I believe that oh. they've done. You know that one. That I'm talking about. I don't, but I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I found this. Anyway, style. so Goldweird, Goldweird has been around on Nifty I, for a really long time, I and seen so this they're one. doing a drop with Logan Nelson, and uh, it's okay. pretty cool, you know. Yeah, so that's Goldweird. Now this, just, this is the style. This is this the is the style, drop. right? So if you go on, yeah. uh, uh, Dave, I just posted it in the chat. Um, you can pull up oh, the okay. actual drop for, uh, cool. for this one. But uh, Gold Weird has been around for, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, uh, has been around for a yeah, while. it could be Gold Word. It could be Gold Word. Yeah. Like Squidward. Uh, has been around for a while, you know, doing drops on Nifty and stuff like right. that. So uh, this should be, you know, if if collectors are looking to get in on a NFT artist that has been around for, you know, since the beginning, I would say go for this one. Um, next up, we have... These intru- sorry, these instruments look almost... Some of these shots look like the hands were like tracked from. Oh yeah, something you know, or or like oh, they yeah, had yeah, a. Oh yeah, I uh, get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they kind of look like that. I'm wondering how they did the hands. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Right. What's uh, what else you got? Next up, we've got uh, Zigor. Um, I'm I'm excited about this one. This one's really pretty. I I like their work. Oh, this is cool. Um. Uh, well, but like it's that. really fun. It's it's very EJ Hassenfrat style, <laughs> you know, right. almost like I, I I design style. You you pick a random object and you stick a face on it, you know, pretty cool. And then it's cute. Then it's cute, right? But if you yeah. look at, I like Zigor's uh uh like a profile picture. It's like this talking brain and stuff like that. Super cool. Uh, next up we got uh Lyle Owerko. I I don't know if that's how you say it correctly. Um, let me see. Let me pull up Lyle's stuff. Um, Lyle. Oh yeah. Boom this, was, this was, yeah. Boom boxes. This is like the, um, like, uh, I don't know. What do you call it Boston dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a, <laughs> it's got the same. I don't, I don't know. It's cool. I like it. Super mography, super fun, you know, uh, not your typical, not, I don't know. Not the same stuff that we've been seeing on nifty gateway. I'm excited about this one. Uh, it looks cool. Uh, next up, we got Paul Milinski, I believe is how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I, Paul has dropped on um, the on Nifty chair. before, uh, I believe. And um, these are the very pretty interior design type stuff. You know, very neat. I like it. 
cool stuff. It's I like the title because it's like this is a chair, yeah, but it looks like a towel. Right. I think we'll call it towel chair. <laughs> <laughs> I have a chair. I have a towel. I have a towel. Uh, towel chair. Towel chair. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, sorry. So the first one, Gold Weird, is uh, today on oh, the tenth. Yeah. Um, Zigor, Lyle, Owerko, and Paul Malinsky. Uh, they are tomorrow on the eleventh. Uh, next up, see, and they even took. I, I think they took a day off. They took the twelfth off, which is you know, uh, not like Nifty Gateway, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I, I like that. So I got um, a drop. They can stick on that day if they want. Still up. Right. 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 <laughs> You're gonna have to lower that price with the price of ether right now. I know. I, like, I will what say. Is, what is the? What is? I, I think the minimum price on foundation is like point one, right? Point one. So what is that right now for? Point uh, one. It's still four hundred dollars minimum yeah. if you want to buy at the minimum price for for Nifty Gateway right now. But uh, next up, we got uh, on Thursday uh, Nest Graphics. Man, oh, I, I love yeah. Nest Graphics. So good. <laughs> Um, this is the neural a link uh, series. Yeah. They're doing a drop, uh, on Thursday, May 13th. And Ness, Ness is one of those artists that is like so good in the NFT space and their stuff sells really well. And like, I just like, I, I love their work. I love their work. It's super this killer. Is great. Stuff. I yeah. really like this. Right. Yeah. See, so, this is one I wish I had money for. Right? Totally. Yeah. Um, next up uh, on the 16th, uh, Perry Cooper. Uh, Perry Cooper is doing a drop. Um, oh, yeah. I, these were just beautiful. Really reminds me of like the same like gold-esque stuff as uh, Sasha Villano- Villano- Oh, my gosh. Vina Gradova. Yeah, Vina, Vina Gradova. Gradova. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but with the golds and like, you know, or it's very pretty, very, very pretty stuff. I like it. Is it um, a bo- oh, it's a bottle. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's neat. Interesting. Yeah. Pretty Fancy stuff. Bottle. Uh, and then also on the 16th, Blake, Blake Catherine is doing a, uh, is there a link for this? There's no, there link isn't, no, she didn't post anything. They didn't post anything. And oh. normally, you know me, I would not say anything, but it's because we know Blake Catherine and I love Blake Catherine, you know, like I'm, uh, I'm telling you, making a uh, look out for her stuff on the 16th. She's got a drop going with uh, uh, Tuvlo. So, yeah, awesome. it's going to be good. It'll be good. Cool. Uh, next cool. up on Maker's Place uh, uh, on the 11th, tomorrow, Tuesday, we've got Marat say ginger i don't know how to say the name wow I'm sorry say, i say saying saginger is gonna be yeah my. whatever so uh really cool stuff it was very pretty I, I i like the the stuff that they are showing off um on yeah really cool stuff oh this this reminds me with the makers play stuff they did you put urs in there the the what i was talking about uh this weekend with you about uh Urs Urs Fisher. Oh 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 I was just thinking about that yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, right? yeah, you should talk we'll get, about we'll that. We'll get real through quick. the the Maker's Place one and then Okay. Uh, uh next up okay. on the twelfth we've got David McLeod uh also doing a drop. Uh this one's called Growth Cycles. Uh I now have we really featured McLeod before? I don't know. I think we, have. we might have that name's familiar. But these are really pretty. I, I love the colors. I love the animations and stuff. Just really, really pretty stuff. Very vibrant. You know? Yeah, very vibrant. I like it you know yeah. so uh that's yeah cool. that is that's on the 12th 
which mm-hmm. is Wednesday. So make sure and look out for all those drops if you're interested. Um, <clears throat> as far as uh, let's talk about uh, let's let's talk about Urs. So what's funny? Yeah. So anyone who's been listening to the drop for the past few weeks or something, uh, Urs Fisher has been doing this this uh, this uh, these drops called Chaos, I believe it is on uh on maker's place and they're up to like i don't know like the 13th drop or something where all, they do all these ones and, I, and you know we we have mentioned oh yeah we know how the sausage is made you know so right it's not that hard blah 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 so it's funny uh i was i was going through instagram the other day and people was actually at this like you know he was at this art exhibit or whatever and there was this piece dave do you have the piece at all uh, that you can show I off. I don't, don't have the P. I don't know where that was. Uh, you probably texted it. Find it. Um, yeah, but it's a it's a piece that explains so much. Right, right, right. All right. So here is. Let me. Let me. Here you go. Um, I'll put it in the chat. So, uh, okay. Mike, people was was posted he was at this art exhibit you know and i was like oh that's funny that's like a real life urs fisher right <laughs> because i only know urs fisher from uh from you know NFTs. the nft crowd and stuff like right. that and so i freaking look at it up and it is urs fisher and it's like oh this the nfts so make so yeah. much more sense now i'm an right. idiot because i mean look at it oh, wow. this is like Good straight Lord. up like the the nfts that urs fisher does you know it's like these intersecting geometry of multiple pieces it's like okay i Man, get this is it so much easier in 3d yeah it's <laughs> way easier in 3d right you know but this is cool it's beautiful and like this is one thing that i love about the nft space well one we're discovering all these great new digital artists and stuff or uh, digital artists that have been around for a while but like mm-hmm. we're finally getting like they're they're you know, like I'm learning so much more. Like, uh, and about uh, I'm real also art learning about real art as well through the right. the artists who are jumping into the NFT cr- space and stuff. I th- it's so cool. Yeah, so so cool. I was really be like, so much easier to do in cinema. Right, it would be. Yeah, I mean, you saw them assembling it, like doing it piece by piece yeah. and stuff like that. Super super rad. I love it. I love it. So. Yeah, man, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> so I'm sure Urs uh, uh, Fisher is really excited about uh, <laughs> not having to work that hard in 3D. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So, uh, yeah, but no, it's it's super cool. Uh, okay, so let's let's jump over to the uh, community drops real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, we got an email from. I am gonna butcher this name. Uh, I, I, Vilislav. Yeah, Vilislav Slavovov. Uh, goes by Slavov. the name Impulse. Im- Impulse, I believe. You added too you many know. more, too many V's. I probably did. Yeah. I probably did. Yeah. He says, "Long time um, listener, first time caller here. I'm yes. in my first NFT, and I thought I should share. Aww. I know it's not a drop per se, but oh well. Sure it is. It's a drop. Yeah. I found this new NFT market." A marketplace it's nftb.io and decided to try my luck because the fees are just so ign- insignificant mm, yes it costs less than a dollar to mint and less than 20 cents to list it's so cheap because on the uh binance smart chain instead of it's on by Bi- Bi- binance instead of ethereum yeah and they claim they're backed by binance but who knows the the currency is Binance Coin, but it's pretty much the same as the rest uh-huh. through MetaMask. Anyway, I minted these 
and there's a link to it we'll put in the notes i'm probably going to be making more uh making more coins if these sell uh could be fun collection overall if these were 20 to 30 coins yeah would be much appreciated if you share on the drop although i'm not so sure about that marketplace it's still very new i guess I think the, it, opened, and, and, it opened two days or so ago oh interesting that's really interesting yeah. see the mint like, fees hyuk, hyuk. yeah like hyuk. Hyuk, hyuk. Hyuk, hyuk. um hyuk? the uh uh but that brings up an interesting point you know like right now the price of ethereum's what forty two hundred dollars or something like that for yeah. one ethereum so yeah. the mint fees, fees are three hundred dollars ridiculous it's like stupid. yeah, yeah so julie stupid. you were talking before the show about like posting something but the mint fees were what gonna be like 300 bucks yeah it was absurd so i didn't do that, it that's so absurd it's like yeah, it's, who it's so in their dumb. right mind has has the ability to do that you know if you're not making people money you know right and it's like right. I, it's a little I, I prohibitive so, yeah kinda. it is prohibitive you know you can do like a, a a piece that really has meaning and you can put it up there and say okay i would love to make a thousand dollars off of this yeah a fifty dollar minting fee whatever but when it's a third of your price right yeah. Right. It's right. Right. Really got to be like, worth it. You got to know you're going to sell. Like, if what the hell, man? If you're, if you're, like, for example, if you're going to sell on foundation and you just want to sell on foundation to, you know, just to get your work out there, and similar to the what I did, where I dropped my price down to point one ether or whatever, you know, right now point one ether is almost the entire minting fee. Because see, that's the thing. Because At that point, so- it's like, is there not a way that you could figure out like how could somebody how can somebody technically say, I want to buy this before you spend the minting fees? Uh, right, 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 right. That doesn't seem too hard to figure out, right? Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. It's just built into the cost yeah. or something. $300? I, think, I mean, I, it's it's great that there are places like this, you know, NFTB.io and Hickyuk, Hick and Yuck, you know, <laughs> yeah. that are, are so, you know, cost effective for uh, uh, minting NFTs and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I it's great to see more of that out there. Versus everything working on the Ethereum, the Ethereum blockchain, man, it's so it's it's well, it's got, yeah, it got a great a, a lot of great use cases. Like I th- I feel like and you know this is just me speaking. I I could be totally wrong here. I I just feel like the Ethereum blockchain is so it's so heavy and like. And, and dirty. But you know what I'm saying? But are they coming it's out like, with Ethereum too soon? Though like, they may, they may. I don't, I don't know. I would love to. Yeah, I would the love ERC, to see that the ERC whatever. twenty yeah. one or twenty seven. That is going to lighten like the load, and it's not going to be as cost expensive, you know, prohibitive. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. You know, and you it know, has to be environmentally friendly. It has to be cheap to mint, yeah. uh-huh. or some sort of system where you could just say, "Here's all of my stuff. If you would like to." Yep. Do a transaction. I will put these up, and you can buy. Them. Like it should just be that easy. It should be. Yeah. Like like it like going to Instagram and seeing someone's Instagram profile page with all of their things yeah. and saying, "Oh, that's cool. I would like to own the rights to this. Yeah. And yeah. Own the or actual. I would piece. love to own so an now, NFT. Will you sell it to me? And then being like, yes. "Oh yeah, sure. I'll mint it and being able to mint it right there. You know, that would be great. Just hit a button. Just hit a button. Then you can sell. Yeah. You should tell. That, yeah. Like that makes so you much tell sense. Facebook about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell Facebook <laughs> about Steal that. our idea. Keep Facebook out of NFTs. Well, if it's yeah. Instagram, just, just, you know, that would be like a, yeah. well, a thing. Yeah. That would be yeah. part of it as an option. Keep, I feel like it will be. Facebook out I of feel NFTs. Like everybody's going to, everything is going to have that back end attachment to the blockchain yeah. eventually. It's yeah. going to be a normal part of life. Yep. 
Yeah, like, we just got to get got to get through the yeah the got to get through the crap first before I, you know. I feel like we need to get to yeah. Web 2.0. Yeah, like we're in the yeah. like the early 2000s kind of. Then everything's gonna right, 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 right. And then we, need, we gotta get to the, the bubble has already bursted for for you yeah. know the uh, yeah the we've Web we passed 1999 right now. Yeah. in NFTs. <laughs> When now did it needs Facebook to be come like, out? When did Facebook well, two thousand three, two thousand four is when like the big Web two point thing. Yeah, happened, so we got to get to that. Happened, so and then right. and then I think okay. everything will be resolved and much better. Right, totally, yeah. totally, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we have another one too, and I don't think you had it in your notes, Matt. This is from Jonas Pfeiffer. Oh no, do that one as okay. well. Jonas Pfeiffer uh, hit us up. Wait, did we show did we show the other we didn't show the other one. Yeah, we I did. should probably re- the No, Do- I didn't bring it up. You didn't bring no, it I up. I didn't bring up the Doge. For no, here you go. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all of these. Yeah. The Doge, Ethereum, and Bitcoin. <laughs> there you go. I gotta show that. There you go. Wow. Doge. Wow. Such coin. Such, such crypto. Coin. Such, such NFT. Much <laughs> NFT. Much <laughs> NFT. Wow. Yeah. Okay, now Jonas. We got Jonas's here as well. Jonas Pfeiffer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, hit us up, uh, doing a drop on Foundation. Um, really cool stuff. I, I really like it. Wow, your it's thing is loading. having a hard time loading. I don't know why okay. it's not loading. Yeah, oh, well, I love, there it went. I love the, I the colors and the brain. The brain is super cool. And I love, like, I don't know, just the, the, the deformations around it. And it was a really good loop. I thought it was a great loop. Mm. So... Yeah, see, even at 0.3 Ether, which is normally a really good price, it's still $1,400, which is hard. Like, yeah. that's, I, I don't know, for, for, that's the problem, I'm looking right? at what it from, mine? from me, you know, if I'm buying something, I want it to be a little bit more inexpensive, you know, but I feel like all these mint fees and stuff are causing prices to oh, go up. But I, oh know? my gosh, dude. What? Okay, so I listed this, I wanted it to be $1,500, right? When right. it started. Right. So I listed it in an equivalent Ethereum for fifteen hundred dollars. Look how much my my piece is go is like listed $7, for now. Seventy eight hundred dollars. I can't sell this for seventy eight hundred dollars. No. I'm gonna and have to change sucks the price. Is like if you change the price, it's gonna cost yes, you gas fees. Exactly. Yeah. Apparently, it's, it's a minimal fee on here, but it's still, still. you're paying every single but time. Still. Yeah. I was wanting to make like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars off of this piece, and now it's listed for nearly eight thousand dollars. That's that's yeah. especially for me. That's impossible because like yeah. nobody follows my work, and I don't yeah. have these collectors. I'm not. You know what? Someone, someone, someone proved Dave wrong. Some collector out there proved yeah. Dave lo- Dave wrong. Buy it for one. Oh my gosh! I had to. I did, nobody bought my stuff, and actually, my just my friend took pity on me. And he bought my stuff. No, oh, he's like, that's all right. he's like, I want you Me to too. continue, so I'm just gonna support you, and I'm gonna buy your piece. I was like, okay, thank you. Uh-huh. See, I mean, that's what Jeff Burns did for me. Jeff, like, he he put a bid on my first one, you know, and it actually started like, you know, a small bidding war oh, or whatever, wow. which was great, you know. So he didn't end up having to buy my piece, you know. Nice. But yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was. It, that's okay because it's going to be worth a lot of money one uh-huh. day, Julia. The it only good thing is that these money. collectors <laughs> yeah. that would have paid a thousand dollars last week, their money is the ones that like are collectors that are they just have like a ton of the ton of ETH. Yeah, their money is now also worth double, triple, quadruple. Yeah. So, like, I I mean, I guess it kind of stays the same in that aspect. The only thing that's changing is the ratio to U.S. dollars. Yeah. Well, also the the. 
the mint i don't know the mint fees are also awful they're awful yeah yeah but also like i think about the budgeting for the time that it takes to create something right so like whatever your day rate is and it's like well i'm actually selling it for a lot less than like i would if i calculated my day rate like it took me like whatever whatever however long to create this and i don't know right 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 i i totally get that i get that too you know, I, I think the piece that I, I sold, I sold for like, I don't know, 180 bucks, 200 bucks or something. And I, I, I don't know. I spent good three or four hours on oh, it. Oh, okay. Not That's rate. not bad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do like that my spare ETH that was sitting in my MetaMask <laughs> and my spare ETH that was sitting in my Coinbase yeah. that I forgot about yeah. is like worth a lot of money now. I cashed a yeah. bunch of it out today. And I'm, I cashed out all my ETH in order to buy Render it $2 each. I need to. Yeah, that's what I need to do it. with the rest of it. I should just freaking it needs to go into render. Huh. Yeah, I'm gonna put it into render. I bought it at two dollars and now it's down to eighty cents. So I threw yeah. three thousand dollars when it was like uh, I think ETH was sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of screwed myself there. <laughs> anyway, you never know though. You, you just never, never know. know. Yeah, yeah, dude, stock market's yeah, crap I'm, right now. But who's I'm to gonna say put it's mine gonna be crap in- tomorrow. Like I didn't, I didn't cash out all my ETH because obviously I want to have a little bit in there for like my minting or whatever. Right. But I've been trying like different tokens and things as well. Mm. My 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 Beeple coin didn't do too well, but I think I'm going to just put the rest in render, yeah, and then just hope for the best. Yeah. So render, I can I can see good things coming from render. It's the only uh, one. Dave- it's the only one that I'm like, okay, I see, I see its use cases. I am, I right. I like it. You know, yeah. And speaking of Render and Octane, David Aryev, Octane Jesus, worked yeah. on uh, an NFT as well this week I wanted to bring up here. This is with Bella. Mm. He posted this oh, in the beautiful. Get NFT group, which, uh, well, it kind of segues us into something else, but I, I did want to mention I got another one here that I don't think was on your list. Mm. Uh, this is from Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. He said, uh, thanks very much for mentioning my issue. We we mentioned the issue where he had something stuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Last week. Uh, I don't think I ever he got said, that He said, still no progress with the Maker's Place, mm. but hopefully it will work out. On another note, I want to let you know about an upcoming drop in the next few weeks for uh, some NFT art I've been involved in. I will email uh, over more details when we have a date in the next few weeks. It would be amazing for a mention. Uh, and he's links to the the instagram account which i'll put in the show notes and um so but i guess we'll have more information on that drop here in a few weeks but um i was mentioning Aryev and uh because of course his involvement in the get nft group the mm-hmm. discord all of that so big into the nft community right now and uh there has there is the uh, grants.art mm-hmm. which is uh the seven the Sevens Foundation, mm-hmm. and there are these different exhibitions uh, that are on the site. This one in particular is the Get NFT Artist Collective exhibition yes. called Distorted Reality, and and David's been working really hard on this. Um, I believe it's just a the submissions portion is just about done. Yeah, I think so. Right, I think so. But there are themes to these, which is really fun. <clears throat> so. Uh, distorted reality is was the theme of this. Mm-hmm. We were in the Discord group uh, back when this whole concept was coming together, and everybody was coming up with ideas. And it's like, what will work? That's not too specific, 
I really give some people some room, all of that to, to like come up with some ideas. It doesn't have to be too like zoned in on what the subject matter is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says together, the sevens foundation and the get NFT artist collective are working on a debut exhibition to showcase original works of art centered around the theme of distorted reality. Mm-hmm. As artists, we rely on our perception of the world around us to inspire our work. But what if that instinct isn't reliable? How can we challenge the notion of what is even real? Reality can be brought into question in countless ways. Something as simple as an illusion or trick of the eye or as complex as misinterpreting what is around us through distorted or irrational thoughts. During the pandemic, our sense of time and human interaction has also been thrown off (laughs) due to isolation. We've been forced to rely on technology to connect with one another, altering the reality most of us participated in just a year ago. The exhibition challenges artists to explore the concept of reality and the many ways that humans distort it due to circumstances, mental health, personal or global perceptions. The thing that just freaks me out about this website is the color temperature of the background, which goes back and forth between warm and cool and makes me crazy. Oh, it does? Yeah, look at it. Oh, it's slightly awful. changing. I'm like, ah, my eyes, wow. goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> Oh. So anyway, um, Rock of Force <laughs> uh, had a uh, is doing a drop on the with the Sevens Genesis uh, uh, exhibition. I just put that in the chat. The Sega's Genesis. Sure. The Sega Genesis. <laughs> the Sega Genesis drop. Um, I, I like this one. It was a. Uh, it, it says it's a nostalgia fueled study in releasing exhibits from the Museum of Everything. If you know the Museum of Everything, the uh, the Grover Sesame Street uh, Museum of Everything. I believe. Grover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it where everything is like, you know, labeled itself and stuff like that as to what it is. I don't mm. know, need interpretation. Of oh, it. I see. Yeah. I see. Airplane I think bird, he may yeah. be doing uh, animated versions of these dropping on like foundation soon. So this reminds me of my friend I used to travel on the road with who was an organizational nerd uh, and would put labels on everything. Yeah, That's and funny. so my my buddy Jonesy was over at his house one time, and he was helping him in the garage, and he went to get a rag, and on top of the hook, it, it was labeled, and it said rag. <laughs> he always funny. gave him a hard time for that. <clears throat> That's funny. Rag. Cool. Is that uh, all we got that, for, uh, for the drop? That... Uh, Julian, do you have any so drops coming this. up that you'd like yeah. to... Uh, you like to get out there? Uh, yes. So there's something I'm working on right now, which is uh, Ode to Fungi. Because, um, oh. you know, I love everything that's fungi and, you know, amateur mycologist here. Uh, so, yeah. So <laughs> um, so it's just going to be like a series of different mushrooms and explaining what they are. And, uh, yeah. Rock on. So the first one, when are the, hopefully. When are those coming? Have you already dropped it yet? Well, no, because today... In the oh, morning, yeah, so it was three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So right, I, was, right. I was a little turned off by that. But maybe tonight, at like, well, in the morning at like three a.m., it's right. Yeah, so hopefully, um, just call up one of our Australian friends and be like, "Hey, can you post this for me?" <laughs> right? No, yeah, that would yeah. make sense. Um, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, if I set up my alarm clock, I can do it, and they'll be up tomorrow. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 As it stays there. Okay. I don't really know how to do these drops. Like, so this is where are you dropping? Where are you <laughs> dropping your stuff on? Yeah, foundation. No, <laughs> I wish. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. 
if anybody has an invite, um, no, yeah. <laughs> no, it's on Super Rare. Oh, oh wait, sorry. Shit. No, You're no, on no, super- sorry. Am I? No, it's not. No. Okay. No, no, no. Not super rare. Yeah. Sorry. I get confused. This is my first time. Not my okay. first time, but still. I'm still really um, uh Rareable? Is that what you're thinking? I think rareable? that's what I'm thinking. Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. There you go. I was like, dang, you're on super yeah, rare. Right? Shit, you, don't need, you don't need foundation. I'm such big shot right now. Just from. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, hello, Dorby. I, I, I think somebody on, heard you mention an invite to foundation. Right. So, uh, Is that when it know. comes out? When somebody mentions that? Oh, well, that's when I come out, you know. Sometimes I like to get an invite to Foundation, huh? even if I already have one. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, Matt, you'll have to uh, forgive me, but uh, I've been working on building real relationships with collectors. Oh, good. We'll talk about that for a minute. Now, now some people find that NFTs are um, repugnant. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But I'm still going strong. <laughs> I've been I've been told getting up in collectors DMs is kind of cringy, but I don't really mind. You know, it, it it's hard for me not to brown nose because oh as a dog, Matt, <laughs> I sniff a lot of butts. Wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good uh, I'm making a little money, a little bit of money from these NFT collectors, uh-huh. though. You know, so I, I got to take off. I got to get back to work. But you know what they say? Don't. Don't bite the hound that feeds you. Oh, my gosh. All right. right? Okay. Yeah. I was expecting right. one more. <laughs> wow. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, I'd love to know the story behind that, but at a later time. <laughs> I, I, would, I would as well. I would absolutely. Well, if you check out the MoGraph TikTok, you can see all of his clips, right? Including stuff that you don't see on the show, right? Like his behind-the-scenes work. Yeah. So you got to get on him working on his NFTs. You get to see. Yeah. I don't know how he does without without hands. (laughs) Julia and Andy said he'll send you uh, an invite to Foundation. Oh, Andy! Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, I haven't seen him for so long. I know. Andy, are you coming to uh, to NAB or to uh, Camp, Camp Mograph? Rev says we need Dorpy T-shirts. Oh man, I'm thinking spinoff. Spinoff. Yeah. I it just says, can I what? get an invite to Foundation? And it's him making the, the, <laughs> the face. The yeah, Muppet, the Muppet face. It's Dorpy. Dorpy. Dorpy the Family Guy. Yeah. Oh All right, my gosh. You're gonna. You may. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm okay with t-shirts. I'm okay with t-shirts, t-shirts. for t-shirts. all. Yeah. Right. T-shirt gun. T-shirts for maybe, all. Yeah. Maybe Love Rev t-shirts. can design them for. <laughs> I think I literally uh, lived in all like the swag t-shirts for the past year. Yeah. Like, right? every, Absolutely. Every like this is the first time I actually put like a nice shirt on just for you guys. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I appreciate. <laughs> It's not I mean, I'm always in my PJs yeah. underneath. And wash my so. hair too. Look, I wash my hair for you guys too. So. I, I have been in a hat <laughs> for like <laughs> for like three or four months. Man, I got a haircut, and like I, it was good for like a week. Oh, the guy man. who cut my hair did an awful job. It was like <gasps> literally his first day. So like he did an Gosh. awful job. I I had good hair for a week and then it was just like way too much. So I've worn. A, I've been meaning to get a haircut. I've just been too busy working sixteen hour days. You know. No. Yeah. Anyway, you just shave it all off, man. <laughs> right. Shave no. it all. No, my hair yeah. is too beautiful to do that. <laughs> mm. It's way too mm. 
But you're covering it up with a hat if it's so beautiful. I know because it yeah, looks right. well. What's stupid? What's dumb is it gets too long, and then I put it under a hat, and then it goes back to like 1990s butt cut. Look at this. Like I've got a perfect oh, part, no. like in the middle. Uh, you know. Wow. Right so there you go. It is, anyway, it's so shiny. <laughs> My <though>. eyes. My <laughs> eyes. I'm gonna get a haircut today. Oh. I promise. As long as I can get through my work, you know. Post it on TikTok. Then, uh, I wish you would. <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah. got to get off of TikTok. I know. It's addictive. Follow Dorpy on TikTok. At yeah, Mograph. follow Dorpy on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Are we done with the drop? We're done with the drop. Let's get out of here. If you've got if you've got a drop, for anyone listening, if you've got a drop, send us an email, info at Mograph.com, and we will feature your stuff on the next episode of The Drop. Yes. Yes. Right. And make sure and check us out weekly on the MoGraph podcast every Monday at noon. All right. And that does it Let's for get out of the drop. All right. The drop. Drop dog. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. All right. Woo. Back in the show. All right. Julia, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate you hanging out. It's, it's about time we finally got you on the show. I don't know why it's taken us so long. It was fun. Yeah, that totally. was my bad. It took I a really pandemic had been to do this. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it did take a pandemic. Uh, hopefully, but. we will see each other in either yes. Camp Mograph IRL. or uh, NAB. Hopefully, mm-hmm. both. You know, so if you if we don't do forage it. for mushrooms <laughs> in Camp Mograph, we're going to forage for mushrooms in Vegas in Las somewhere. Vegas. Oh yeah, right. Some oh, there's got to be some mushrooms <laughs> growing behind them slot machines, right? <laughs> 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 So, you know, and uh, it mixes with the smoke yeah, and everything yeah. else. Like, oh, it's really getting in there. That. Mushrooms. The, the... <laughs> mm, smoked mushrooms. <clears throat> Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully we can meet in person and uh, and catch up a little bit more and see all our old friends. It's coming. You can feel it coming. Yeah. But uh, anything else? You got the NFT? Anything else you're working on? Any other shorts? Any other things? Any, any Anything people should be looking out for? Yep. On the interwebs? Mm, no. Um, my Instagram, really, but it cool. has a lot of farm stuff. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. That's good, though. That's if okay. you want to give everybody a little break. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got some 3D. It's got it's got a mix, so check that out. Um, but yeah, other than that, <laughs> I'm getting close to my break, so yeah. You post a picture of a tractor, and, and then you just get comments like, fire, what render engine? <laughs> yeah, what render engine? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So realistic, the specular. How'd you get right. the paint on that? How'd right. you do the? How'd you get the paint to chip like that? Right. <laughs> like, is that a mega scans, uh texture on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what you should do while you're out there, just like three D scan stuff. Yeah. I wanted to do that to mushrooms, but then I was like, they're not detailed enough. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, right. I don't want to model all of that. So if right. I just do like a mega scan of the mushroom, it'll be great. But then they, it's not de- like they doesn't have enough. Um, you know, detail basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. so it wouldn't work. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I have thought about it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I was trying to 3D scan Dorpy and it wasn't working very well. <laughs> I don't know why. I got to figure that. That's that's really how I'm going to do the spin off. Just take just some uh, take some images. I'll, we could just model them real quick. You know? <laughs> that's what's yeah. funny. It's like, you know, I could get a camera and just put them in front of the screen uh-huh. and be like, hello. Or I could just like take the entire thing, 3D scan it, do a mock-up, right. uh, maybe run one of those finger tracker things into it, and then it will be like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you just do it in an old-fashioned way right, right, for right, a spin-off right. show. Make it easy. 
or something. <clears throat> uh, if people want to find you online, besides besides your website, which mm-hmm. we have listed here, uh, the Instagram and all of that, what is your handle? Um, well, the Twitter handle is gimmicklore-tv. Cool. And then... Um, That's my... unexpected. But okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Instagram, I have to look it up because, you know, sometimes we get... So... Well, I think you guys posted my personal one, right? The Julia Kazak. Oh, did we in the thing? Oh, okay. So you have um, the separate one for the farm and the renders. Well, the, right? yeah. Or, I mean, I don't post on my my professional one too too much. So um, the the other one, like the main one, would be Julia, J U L I A K A Z A K. And I think we missed the obvious joke in this episode. By talking about render farm, you oh should call it the render farm. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's so good. Wow, that's so. We good. did it's miss an that. actual render farm. Julia's and, and render if we have, farm. <laughs> we have Camp Mograph on your land. Then we'll, oh we'll say God. it'll be at the render farm. Yeah, we need a sign in the front. How did? Yeah. Wow, Dave, that's so good. I don't know how I missed that. So you're going down Country Road 1492, and then you ter- take a right, and you see a, a sign, maybe with some bullet holes in it, you know? Shotgun, well, sock, shotgun blast. I am, I am getting a bow, a hunting bow, so... Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, you really need to come and camp MoGraph. <laughs> Show us what's up. Yeah, yeah. My- All right. <clears throat> Yeah, my we'll husband go hunting up, at Camp Mograph. He set up a um, art, not archery. He set up like the um, what's that called? The thing that you the axe throwing. The axe throwing. Yeah, yes. so that's cool. Wow, it's that's happening. Combine that with day drinking. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. We're throwing axes everywhere, but the but the target. That's okay. So, like I know some yeah. like plants. You know, I'll just put them on you, and you'll be fine. You'll be fixed. Yeah. You know, some like yeah, yeah. If you're on mushrooms, you can't get hurt. Oh, gosh. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Because when just, you eat them, you, you, the you so get dark. bigger, you power up. <laughs> Mario right. did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get an extra life, so the axe won't kill you. Well, it depends. As long as you're eating the green ones and not the red oh. ones. The red ones, that that will injure you, but you'll just get smaller. Oh, okay. Right. Now, are there any stars on your farm? Because that's what I'm really looking for is becoming... Or turtles. Invisible. Turtles or Goombas? Are there any of those? There might be. Do you have turtles? Yeah. Uh, no. No turtles. I haven't seen okay. any turtles. Okay. There is a well, swamp, so, but no turtles oh, cool. yet. There's frogs. I don't know. They no. weren't in the Nintendo. They weren't in Mario, so... Well, they were in Mario 2. Oh, that was in the, Mario 2, there was frogs? Mario 2, there was a frog that. suit. Oh, yeah, there's a frog suit in Mario 3. Yeah, but oh. Mario two, Mario two, the very end was that big toad frog guy, right? Oh. That you had to throw well, that the was a port vegetables of a game. into his count. mouth. It doesn't count. Yeah, it was just Mario a, two it was a count. dream the whole time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I was dead at the time. I was dead at the time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, awesome. we're looking forward to being on your render farm. We're gonna take off, <laughs> stay on the line here with us afterwards. We'll take care of all the technical details, and yes. uh, we're gonna get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes. You can leave a review. That helps with our ratings, and you can also subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, which also helps our ratings. The uh, newsletter, I believe, will go out this week if I can get it done, and it's going to have updates on everything we're doing, our our past streams. If you missed some of that stuff or you want to know what's coming up, remember uh, 3D Motion Show is coming up, I believe, next Wednesday. 
and uh, so not this Wednesday, but the week after. And uh, so check that out. There's going to be some great presenters there. I know that there's been some last minute changes, but that's check the website on that. You can uh, say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders, the Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee, the That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear, ironically, unless you're Shams. Shams. And uh, the MoGraph Blandishment shirt and, uh, you know, maybe a a Dorpy NFT shirt. shirt. Right. It's Dorpy, Dorpy. Dorpy the Doge Dog. Ding. All right. Um, that's it. Yeah. There it was. You got everything. Yeah. Sound right. effects and all. Right. Yeah. All right. That's it. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, MoGraph.com. Check us out there. Send us your emails, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you want to hear about on the show. Julia, again, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. For being thank on. Thank you. So uh, we'll see fun. you on the interwebs. And until next week, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Julia. Have a good one. Later, yo. Bye. It's pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SIGGRAPH, HalfRes, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. Can you get that render done? Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.